every time you're giving it up, you live so unsatisfied. Pointing the finger, the feelings that linger leave you asking questions why. They talk a real good game, but they don't know what a tongue is for. They whine you and dine you, you let them inside you, and leave you wanting more. I did my postgrad in sociology, so what I tell you might seem strange. The things you don't know about your physiology, you don't have to be ashamed. found it i we finally found the root of the problem brian mcknight go back to this song because this is where i think you started having problems this is where i think your children probably have some issues going on you know because obviously there's something deep rootedly wrong with you know you trying to point blame at how things work I don't get it. I don't get it. Why do you hate your children? <gasps> Damn. This <laughs> sounds like you hate your children. Like, I don't know if you really, but why, why do you do these things, Brian? I don't understand. <laughs> do you need a hug? Oh my gosh. You know, I, it's okay. It, you know, we all make mistakes. I, you know, I'll give, you know, you, you know, I freely give out hugs. It, it's okay. No. I don't want. I never want to hear that song again. I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, listeners, uh, I, I, we apologize for those of you who are subscribed to our Patreon. You knew this was coming, <laughs> based on the conversation we had there, and when we were like, "Well, what would the intro song be?" and well, here I'm, we are. I'm so sorry I found it now. I, you know, you know, you know. In a way, I'm. I, I wish we could go back <laughs> about ten, twenty minutes ago, about around ten minutes ago, and say, "Hey, this is probably a bad idea." I take responsibility for this one because I was the one that brought up the whole concept Ooh, of Brian McKnight's and his oh. and his issues with his biological children. Well. well well, actually, no, because um, that is the reason why one of our topics today will be, you know, what's up with the self-hatred, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because I realized, number one, uh, you know, we really have not been, you know, popping out topics like we normally do. It's been real silly, but you know, I figured, hey, it's, uh, for our listeners who miss us actually talking about some real shit. You know, let's actually talk about some real shit. And that's something I'm noticing that we have people that they are black, but they are on platforms and they are basically showing their self-hatred through their platform. Candace Owens being one of them. Right. And then we have uh, artists like Brian McKnight. And uh, yeah. 
Hey, y'all. We're back. <laughs> we're back with three angry black people. And I am quite, and I am quite upset right now. I really am upset. And so Big Rob is here once again. We got Lorenzo. We got Christine. We're going to be digging into some topics today because there's a lot of things to cover. We like just like El said, you know, we was kind of taking it back, but now we we're we're back in full force. Um, because some things got to get addressed here. Definitely, definitely. I have a serious question. Okay. A pop tarts meant for breakfast. I'm actually. You know what? It's so funny you should mention pop tarts because I had a tater tot beef with Jasmine. I had a pop tart beef with the wife. Okay, all right. So let's talk about your pop tart. Your pop tart beef. What, what, couple, what's, a, what's going on? A couple weeks ago, I thought, man, you know, we don't have any snacks in the house, and I wanted like some cookies or something. But then I was like, you know what? I haven't had pop tarts in a minute, mm-hmm. so I actually uh, bought uh, two boxes of pop tarts, and I decided one night. I was going to go ahead and, you know, get a Pop-Tart because I was like, oh, hey, you know what? I want to eat one of the Pop-Tarts I got. And me and the wife got into a debate about Pop-Tarts being for breakfast. And apparently I'm not a normal person because I'm eating a Pop-Tart at like 8 p.m. And she's like, well, you know, they're meant for breakfast. And I was like, says who? And so... Pop tarts for her. The only time you actually even ate a pop tart was, you know, for breakfast. Now I understand that next to toaster strudels and all that shit, that that would be something that you could have for on the go for breakfast. But I'm like, this is a confectionery item. It, like, okay, so yeah, like first, if you're eating a pop tart, you have already disregarded the rules of nutrition. Okay, yeah, you're so you're already. Outside of the normal realm of what you would want to eat for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, because you're eating a Pop Tart, it means I need food in me. I need sugar. I need to go. Okay. Yeah. And it's to, it's to me, it's similar to coffee. Okay. If you need a boost, you're going to drink coffee. You're going to give you something. You're going to eat sugar. All right, and it's the same thing for a pop tart. I've eaten pop tarts uh, at every hour because usually I run out of a dessert and I need to get some. I want to eat something sweet. I have a sweet tooth, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, pop tarts fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop tarts fill that bill. I feel like they, they're like you know either or. That's just me personally. Uh, but I, I've had food takes this week, or rather, I've shared food takes this week and um i found that a lot of people like to eat the fries first before they eat their burger and me personally i'm a multi-post i shared the oh, post that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah i shared the post and the post basically says that anyone that eats their fries uh before their burger is a serial killer so i haven't killed anybody yet um <laughs> But the context, I like. So your friends made the proper context of the McDonald's fries. Of well, yeah, yeah McDonald's or checkers. But if you're going to eat, the only time it is okay to eat fries first before your burger is if you cannot access your burger to eat it without spilling it everywhere. I.e., you're in the car. Yeah, because you can grab a fry. You can't. 
unwrap a burger with one hand normally yeah get it out of the bag and eat it so yeah I, I, no listen I, I feel that but if you are sitting at a table right you have your burger and your fries and you start with the fries like me personally i would grab a fry but i'm going to pick up that burger and i'm a multitasker so when it comes to burgers and fries i'm a multitasker the burger is the main course and then you got your fries as you know that that side of the appetizer i even want to look at it but see me i'm multitask so i got a bite of the burger i'm eating a couple fries take another bite of burger eating a couple fries the fries are usually last to go but i'm multitask but you have people that they sit there and they just go for all the fries and then it's the daggone burger let me explain this mentality for some of them okay it's people that are so structured in their life they they need structure and they and they believe that they're saving the best for last i get that okay so it's the same thing with pop tarts like a friend a, a mutual friend of ours uh will eat the ridges of the pop tart first. What the fuck? Before I mean, eating how? the part that has filler. No, that's just okay. the I same mean, way. What? Like huh? these are these are the same people that will eat the crust around the around the sandwich around the slice because they know that that part might no, not taste as they're good. They're the cereal killer. I don't care about the fries. They're the cereal killer. Also, there's peach cobbler pop tarts now. Excellent. Ooh. Yeah, peach cobbler, Boston cream pie. I think everyone knows that one. Eggo waffles, and there was another one I just saw. A lemon cream pie. I got the the um, cinnamon snickerdoodle one. The snicker, I can't touch it. But, but yeah, the snickers. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it's the same. It's the same concept of I am uh, I am getting through what would be the tough part, like eating your Brussels sprouts or whatever. But I like my Brussels sprouts. We've talked about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a whole discussion about the Brussels sprouts. All right, I don't care. Y'all Whatever are... vegetable you want to put ju- there, I did not judge you for that. I still listen. My farts and my poops are. are uh, oh, okay, are okay, good. okay. And and that Matt, <laughs> wow. I'm glad that the fiber is fibering. I, I am that. That's a good thing. But like, there are people who eat. Like I've seen people eat the crust of pizza, right? First. Yeah, this, yeah, it's the same deal as that. Ugh. Like, I'm going to eat this because I want to. I want to be able to enjoy nothing but the goodness of whatever that main event is. So I'm going to eat this exterior stuff first, like fries, and, and so that I can get and enjoy nothing but the burger good goodness. So this and, is a weird foreplay for food. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's overly it's. People that they probably, uh, I mean, I get it, and 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 another level. I on when I had put that post up, I honestly didn't care either way. I just thought it was funny, but I've also noticed that about people too, where some people do that, and I'm like, you know, for me, it's more of an interesting thing because it's like, okay, I see you eating the fries first before the burger, and then I notice some people they take a you know a bite of the burger first. But I'm starting to think that is more people that prefer to eat the fries first. You I know, guarantee you. I guarantee you, the fries first people are the same people that dunk their fries in ketchup instead of spreading the ketchup on the fry. So let me ask you: What you think is crazier? People that eat the fries without no type of ketchup, 
No, no. no. Well, well, okay. So it's so tough. I'm, I'm it's a, tough because we need we we need context. Make, make, down, make McDonald's fries. You're no, well, no, 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 no. You can eat McDonald's fries without ketchup. That's what I'm pointing out. Yeah. Okay. Because McDonald's right. fries, I never put ketchup. Um, checkers definitely doesn't eat it. No. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Wendy's, yeah, that's Wendy's, and Burger King. Yeah, they're kind of when I, it comes I, to the fry game, they're kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of fries, though, my wife said tater tots are a are a children's food. Now, I I get why she would say that but i don't agree with it i know tater tots tend to be marketed to children a lot because it's it's small bites and i can understand that statement from the marketing aspect but personally tater tots is for everybody i i just yeah yeah Yeah, the amount of people that order tater tots at trivia night is astounding they I've seen more people order tater tots with their burger, which this is hilarious because I do watch people eat their burgers because it's half ice burger nights when I do trivia. I've seen more people order tater tots than french fries. Okay, then. I yeah. hope you're listening right now with to that, what's going on. With that being said, I was not impressed by Mr. Fries. Mm. I was not impressed. I was like, oh, these are meh. I would rather go to the local fry and get their loaded fries. Domino's has loaded tots now too So I mean where are we So I want to say this We're talking about tater tots Talk about food on the spot (laughs) spot. Uh, What does that make mozzarella sticks Is that the more grown up Tater tot then no, no. Oh, the mozzarella sticks. Now, if apples you and oranges cheese, here. Oh, okay. Mozzarella sticks. Goat cheese waffle mozzarella sticks. We're on a whole new level of playing. That's right, where you I'm say at. Goat. Nah, yeah, wow. Once yeah. you put goat into the element, you're on a whole nother yeah, yeah, you, you you class take, level. Let okay. me. You take the herb and chive goat cheese block, slice them, and get it real cold. Don't freeze it. Just as cold as possible. Then slice it into like little like circles. Dip it in some egg. Dip it in breadcrumbs. Dip it in egg again. Dip it in breadcrumbs. Put them all on like a waffle thing and pop it down, and then you have goat cheese mozzarella sticks. Waffle mozzarella sticks. You're gonna have to uh, show so us good. an example. I, I I don't get the full appreciation without actually I'm being like, able to. Oh, so I'm I'm such a kid because if you told me goat cheese, I won't tell you it's goat cheese. Oh gosh, no, don't do that. But if you do it with brie with some caramelized onion, brie. Nah, no, because uh, brie hot with caramelized onion and garlic. Oh, oh! I, you know I you know I haven't tried brie since I was like seven. So yeah. Oh, you want to hear a good like I told y'all this sandwich that I made before, right? Chicken breast with caramelized onions with brie shred like like sliced thin brie on top of a chicken on a brioche bun, lightly toasted, and you put it together. If you if you did. Then I, I don't remember, but if you did, I'm pretty sure I was like, okay, where's the sandwich? This is so, it's such a good sandwich. It's, it is everything you want in a chicken breast sandwich. Succulent and juicy, tart with a little sweetness. And then that brie just kind of envelops the oiliness from the mustard, not mustard, from the onions and the butter. Mm. Okay. So, I ate a, I ate a croissant 
sausage, egg, and cheese, and donuts. So I'm very upset right now because I just ate that. And I'm, yeah. So the tater tots. Yes. <laughs> Children's food. Yes. How did how, so? How did that go? Because uh, I because I, I, well, let me give context. So I ordered. Where were we ordering from? We I think we ordered from some fast food place. Mm. We were ordering for, from some fast food food place, and oh yeah, and that was the upgrade too because you had to pay. Oh, that's where it, it, I think it was Green Turtle. I think we ordered from Green Turtle. And if you wanted the fries, if you wanted tater tots, it was like an extra like dollar or something for that. So I ordered the tater tots, and then she said, "You got tater tots? Oh my gosh! What are you seven? What are you?" <sighs> yeah, but your wife picks on you a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not surprised. I like. I've learned I've learned through y'all that like merge merge definitely is taking a dig at each other like when whenever possible. Oh, and strawberry <laughs> and uh, what was it? Strawberry cranberry ocean spray is not a breakfast juice. Okay, it is whatever juice you want it to be when it's so. Here's my rule: if you buy the food, it's going to be whatever the fuck you feel like it being for because. When it comes to when it comes to pop tarts, if I want a snack, I'm gonna have a snack. I don't care if it's breakfast food. And yes, I eat breakfast food for dinner. You know why? Because I got adult money, so I can do what the fuck I want. That's and right. So I'm gonna eat scrapple of eggs for dinner. Yeah. People paid dues, okay? So yeah. We're gonna be, we're gonna have our scrambled eggs with cheese for dinner. You know what? With I, some Belgian waffles. Exactly. There you go. And yeah. you know something to. I don't I, I don't know if it's just me, mm-hmm. but I've noticed a lot of people think that when you get to a certain age, you have to be boring. Yes. <laughs> and and I, I need that to stop because you have people that think video games and comics or, you know, that's kid stuff or, you know, you order tater tots. Not taking a dig of jazz. You, you order tater tots and it's like, well, that's kid stuff. It's like. When you are paying for it, yeah. you eat and do what you want. Just because your life is empty doesn't mean you should take joy from other people. Okay? <sighs> Thank you. Exactly. Really? Gosh, like I, I need I need people to stop. It is okay to it is okay to enjoy things that are are, you know, like I don't know. I it's okay to enjoy shit. Yes. No matter what age. Like, damn. I've got a controversial, um, st- another con- controversial statement I am I am about to make. So I don't know if I got a chance to tell the both of you. I came, I was just in Denver for like four days, right? Yeah. Yes. I might have mentioned this already to you. I th- oh, oh no, oh, I, I mentioned it on I Facebook. Think, oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, if you want to eat the best burrito on the planet. They are made in Denver, Colorado. Okay? That's right. Denver makes the best bur- So this was like a local, this was a local around the way like Mexican food place that was like next to like a gas station. So it was a hole in the wall place next to this no-name gas station, but the ratings were perfect online. 
for it. And then we went in there and I had this burrito. Let me tell you something. It had steak, chicken, and shrimp in it. Loaded with and it it was it was it had queso on the inside and it had like a it had like a bean spread and like queso drizzle on top. This was the best burrito I have ever had in my entire life, and I want to go back right now just to eat the burrito and, and take a plane back, and I'll eat the seven hundred dollars for it. That's how good it was. So this is, I don't, I got you mixed up with somebody else's statement. Um, so <laughs> we're good. Although people on the West Coast might want to challenge it, but I, 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 I tell you, I tell you what, I want you to reach out to, I want you to reach out to Ben, because now I want to see if the West Coast literally has something. That can rival that. I mean, I mean, also, also to put context on it, there, there was a high concentration of Hispanic people in well, the area. Well, yeah, like, so. yeah, like, so when it comes to when it comes to burritos, quesadillas, all the good stuff, you always want to go to the authentic shops, right? Because yeah. guaranteed, you're going to get something that's better than Chipotle, Cadoba, all those other places. Now, I think spe- specifically on the East Coast, because so many people are so used to going to Chipotle, going to Cadoba, that it doesn't hit them to try authentic spots. And when you try an authentic spot, you learn real quickly. How things are done. There's a spot that's out in White Marsh that's really fucking good. That quesadillas, I have yet to find a spot that beats them on that. Love? Um, or a different spot. I think it's a different spot. Okay. I, I I would have to get the name, but it is. They're they're really good. Okay. Now, if you're over in the Rockville area, there's Little Minor Taco. Yo, they had a shop yesterday in Baltimore City. They no. uh, food truck. Food trucks Friday today is Owens Mills. Yeah, because they they with their food trucks. Now, mind you, you're going to pay some premium, yeah, but it but it is worth it. Like I had got a burrito from them. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I waited the entire day to eat that burrito, yep. but at the same freaking time, the guilt that follows because you're thinking, well, how much sodium and all that shit that I just pack in, but that burrito was great. So. If you say Denver has the best burrito, mm-hmm. that one, I don't think too many people. I don't think too many people are going to come through your throat. I think it's going to be like let's find a spot, take Rob to it that's local, mm-hmm. and see if we can if we can beat that. That's the that's the only response I can get. Well, I thought where Rob was going to honestly go, mm-hmm. somebody else. It was a friend of mine that messaged me. And told me that there's a spot that he went to, I think it might have been in Jersey, that has cheesesteak that's better than the spot that we went to in Philly. Now, you can say what you want when it comes to burritos and quesadilla. The people I don't like to piss off is anybody from Philly when it comes to the cheesesteak. Well, you know, I've already pissed people off because I said the best cheesesteak came from Denver. 
and that started. You said that too. Okay. Yeah. yeah I shit. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. 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 See, he, let me tell you something. Do we, yeah. Do we beach? And you and listen. And in Philly, you can't actually even call it a cheesesteak. No. Like no. you get your ass whooped. It's a hoagie. What, what are they? It's a hoagie. Oh, oh, they call it a hoagie there. Listen, it's a cheesesteak hoagie. Listen, when I go to Philly, I don't know. Put on a vest. Say that shit. I got listen. Get, get at me, listen, Philly cheese. Listen, whoa, no, whoa. no, no. That's worse than the Peloton situation. <laughs> no, the Peloton incident. Uh, we here at three ABP. Chris, speaking for Chris and myself, do not endorse the statements made by Big Rob. My name when is they're, Big they're, Rob. When, I live at twenty one eighty. Shut up, Chris Drive. <laughs> This has been another episode <laughs> of 3ABP. I am one of your hosts, Renzo. <laughs> it's me, Chris. I'm so sorry. And we are currently signing off. <laughs> that wasn't my real address, y'all have, by the y'all, way. Y'all have, a, y'all have a real... I just made up, I just made up an address, y'all. Yeah, uh, we, no, well, we, we hope know. so. We know that. You know, I'm not, you know I don't like doing edits, right? So, no. <laughs> but now whoever lives there is going to be like, yo, Shh. we heard. It's Big Rob there. Who's Big Rob? I don't know Big Rob. <laughs> See, first off, y'all are messed up because you think Cheese Whiz, you're taking Cheese Whiz over oh, Cheddar, okay? <laughs> All <right>. Shut up! <laughs> Why are you... Oh, this, oh, this, oh, this is Big Rob. He, he is chaotic. I need, I, I'm not saying from now on, I will only be speaking to Chris for the rest of this episode. I'm not looking this direction. I am not trying. I look, am not trying to get look, him. Philly people. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm being serious now. Philly people. Now, I'm now. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But can you honestly tell me when you are making your cheesesteak hoagie? If you have the option between aged eight like like a year aged cheddar and cheese whiz which one are you gonna pick hear me out having a local food that you love does not bear the reasoning of logic logicalness okay so like if they want cheese with listen if you want cheese whiz on your on your sub on your hoagie do it i i endorse it do it do it do it do it i can't eat it i don't eat beef and look i'm a vegetarian so i don't know beef so I can't help you. But yeah, no, I get it. I get why they do it. It's like when you ask Marylanders why we put obey on everything. Like, how dare you ask us? Just enjoy the fact that we obeyed everything up. But uh, so, obey fries, obey wings, but obey not, ice cream. So the so the obey cream cheese. The difference is is that there is not an equivalent to obey. Obey is not that great of a seasoning. It may not be that great of a seasoning, but it is. But 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 cheese whiz. There are many different types of cheese whiz. There's only one Old Bay. But here's that's the thing. Like if you ask anyone outside of Maryland, they they think we're the dumbest people on the planet for putting Old Bay on everything. But they also know we ain't going to question them for putting Old Bay on everything. So that's a fight. So when I was in college, I questioned it. Okay, because they they put Old Bay in pizza, and I was like. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, you get some lump back crab meat on some cheese pizza. No, no, no crab put, meat. Just old bay, old bay in the tomato sauce. Oh yeah, give it a spicy pizza. So uh-huh. I just reached out to my homie in Philly. Oh shit! And I just told him. Oh no! <laughs> he said, "Say less." He's good. He's going. He's going to be going to be called a bed. <laughs> so table it. <laughs> I told him. I said. I, I, I said. 
I say, can I call you right quick for the pod? I'm like, please say yes. He's like, I'm in a car with fam right now, heading home though. I said, my friend co-host making some wild statement about Denver's cheesesteak game versus Philly. I was like, where? Let me know when you get back. No, he no, said, what? No, say Delaware, la- Delaware. Delaware. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Delaware. De- yeah. Delaware cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew the name of this place. Like maybe the people that own it are, are, are like from Philly or something. Cause like, I'm telling you, it was the best. It it was amazing. I, you know, I mentioned it before the cheesesteak with, they made it in, in like 45 seconds. It had cheese going all through it. Uh, it was so delicious. Like so this, this might take us over a little bit, but honestly, the meeting I got in until four thirty. <laughs> but because of this, I'm like, listen, no, we 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 doing. Mm-mm. We'll come back to this. We'll uh, we're we're coming back okay. to this, and may the force be with you. <laughs> also, quick reminder uh, for those tuning in. Uh, free comic book day is coming up, yes, and I want to say that is this uh, Saturday. This Saturday. Oh, okay. Yep. And if you're local, Collectors Corner is actually doing something. This yep. is not uh, an advertisement. Just you know, for our fellow comic book collectors, uh, you know, kind of wanted to switch that little topic right quick because we coming back and I, Lord help you. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> listen, listen. There's there's people I don't like to piss off when it comes to food. First, the chef themselves, don't, <laughs> the rest of the restaurant. Don't pass that and off. I definitely don't get into, I don't, listen, Philly is always going to have that bag. You might be right about that, that cheesesteak. That might be the best freaking thing ever. I'm never going to tell them they're better than Philly. I will say y'all are very good and yes. I will come back. <laughs> yes. Now, side note, since we are talking about that, I do miss Stu's. Because Stu's was legit. They were from Philly. I would go to Stu's all the time. Fuck you, Social Security. Because <laughs> you always came up and got the damn chicken salad. So then there'll only be enough for one sandwich. And you know, goddamn it, I've been working on my school stuff all day. So I would like to get two sandwiches. Because after you eat the one, you're crying. Because now it's gone. So you got a second one. So then you cry after the second one. Because you got the first one. Then you can eat the second one. You're good. Shut up for all y'all sitting there saying, well, why you need two sandwiches? Fuck you. I don't tell you how to snort your cocaine, so let me have my goddamn two sandwiches, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so then the only thing I could really get is the cheesesteak, and the cheesesteak was dope, and I liked it, and they were from Philly. It was worth going there at night to get my shit, all right? Fuck okay. you if that sounded like I was going to get some crack. Fuck you. It was like crack. It was good food, because when you got good-ass food, sometimes it's like a goddamn drug, and I do work out. Fuck you, you fat-phobic son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm okay. But oh, 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 yeah. But what I said, well, yeah, that was okay. Because yeah, I'm not, di- because I'm not disrespecting. Fi- Listen, Merlin got to obey. Don't you fuck with us when it come to obey. That's our shit. We like obey on every motherfucking thing. We even put it on condoms before we fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the Drake of it all. Right. Fuck you. We got that. All right, we don't come for y'all and y'all shit. Don't come for us. But when it comes to cheesesteaks, that's Philly hoagies. We call it cheesesteaks here. Philly, don't be getting mad at us, please. I don't want no smoke. I love y'all. I stay going to Ishka Bibbles. Some of y'all mad because I go to Ishka Bibbles. Shit. Look, yo, listen, look, you yo. can't listen. It's a whole thing. I don't even like to talk about where I'm going. When I'm in Philly, if I go to Ishka Bibbles, I go to Ishka Bibbles. But I've had people to like, don't go to this other shop because because it's an inner war. Because there's some spots oh, yeah. that are better than the other spots. Yeah, that that is shit true. is real as fuck. 
Yes, it is. All right, so when they tell you where to go, like who's got the, you know, for the Johns, you got to know where to go. Yeah. All right, and that's John, J-A-W-N, not J-O-H-N, as we're talking about, you know, prostitution and shit. That's like one of them crime things where it's like the exterior force is having an influence on, like, both of y'all's turf, but... Neither one, but both of you will join together to take out the outside, the outside force. Like Sun Tzu, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. <laughs> I just, yeah, you made that statement. I think so. I when I, I'm sorry, because when you made that statement, I saw that and I said, well, here we go again. And I'm just gonna. So, so to add context, I made that statement about the burrito in Denver. As an addition to my cheesesteaks in uh, in um, Delaware comment, yeah, so it, was, it was like a tack you, on. You just, yeah, yeah. you just, whew. so uh, moving moving on right oh. quick while we we wait for the impending argument that is going to happen. We, um, we have a celebration to talk about. You know what that is? What's that? The end of Tucker Carlson. You you, <laughs> you caught it. You caught it. Yeah. Who 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 knew, who knew that a, a a defamation suit <laughs> would be the end of uh, a very problematic uh, TV host? <laughs> who do you think was? Who do you think is more racist, Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity? Oh gosh, probably Tucker Carlson. Tucker, that kind of neck and neck for me, but n- Tucker Carlson, Ru- Russia. Allegedly, I don't have my phone. I had to plug it up because it was at twenty percent. Um, but there is there was a story saying that there was Russian media that offered Tucker Carlson a job. <laughs> I'm going with the TC. It's, wow, it's a little higher. Plus, he played. I want he panders, and I don't. I can't. Sean Hannity panders, but he doesn't pander to the point where he's going to make you look like a baboon. Tucker Carlson offered uh, jobs on Russian state TV. Uh, NBC covered this about five days ago. The Independent covered it. Uh, Pervert Hate Milwaukee Independent covered it. Japan Times actually covered it. Why Russian uh, TV isn't Tucker Carlson's dream job? That's what they had. Um, yeah, I can't trust yeah. a man who are. I don't want to say our enemy because I don't ever understand why Russia is our enemy because there's other reasons for that. Not because of what they have done lately because their war crimes and human rights violations makes them enough to be like problematic and an enemy. But any any American that's willing that a foreign country wants to take say yes come over here and talk your shit means that he's a turn. He is Benedict Arnold of media. Boom. I said it. Well that's also even though he was offered it though i mean as long he wouldn't take it anyway because his base so him taking him taking that that would that would that would yeah cut into his base because before fox got rid of him literally he was the reason people tuned in so wherever he decides to go whatever he decides to do that following is going to follow him yeah uh so I don't. I even with uh, even with the money being like offered for him, it would be like, well, yeah. But if I take this money, might be great. But this will be done in a year because you're hoping you're going to get those ratings. Now, 
alternatively, too, he could just have a new burn new audience. Right. You know, and that'll work. Yeah. What audience would that be, though? You know? Yeah. I want to say why I think he would take it. Mm-hmm. Because he was he talked greasy and dirty about DT. Mm. Behind his bed to the point where I was like, "Dang, that's supposed to be your homeboy." And I said, "Anyone that can talk that greasy and dirty and know they're being taped and say I still say I don't care, I hate this man." I'm like, he's he'll put money over his base because his base are fanatics, and fanatics will follow you almost anywhere. But his base is all about America yeah. first, though. Yeah, Fox just did the number one sin. To his base, you fire someone that says America first, that speaks the language we speak. So if he goes over there saying, you know, why we like, because he defended Russia against Ukraine, why are we even messing with, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. So his yeah. base will follow because a lot of his base says we should not be helping Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But alternatively alternatively to that though, um, while he did say that. It could still fire back on them because while they they agree with that statement, they also don't think we should be doing anything with Russia except attacking them. If that is anything, true. that is true. So it, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like yeah, we agree with that. It shouldn't be helping Ukraine, but at the same time, we shouldn't be doing anything with them uh, because remember. Eric, like, was it Eric Snowden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're all for catching Eric Snowden. Yeah. His base is literally about that. And remember, Trump tried to make a couple moves in that regard, too. Yeah. Uh, which also, when we talk about war and not to really spend a lot of time politics, if there's one person that actually does not want the United States to go after Russia, it's fucking Eric Snowden. <laughs> that is because true. literally. If the, Isn't he still planted there? He is. Yeah, he yeah. is. He he's 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 literally he's got asylum. But the thing about him having asylum there, if the United States, not to say that they haven't even thought about it, because pretty sure they have. Um, if they wanted, and let's just say they decide to really weigh their their feather in with the whole Russia and Ukraine uh, situation. What will more than likely happen is there would be a covert operation. It's like, yeah, hey, so uh, let's go help Ukraine. And, uh, um, uh, you know, while we're in the area, slide over, plop, plop, make it a make it a done deal. Oh, for him, he they will not. They're going to bring him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then- well, I'll go you one better. I'll go you one better. Or. Alive, yeah. Th- no. Whatever comes first. Yeah, that, I really think they want him ALE. They, they would, they, they would, yeah. they would. They, they want to make a example. Yeah. Well, they're about to because we talked about on the. Uh, I think we talked about it on the last show, didn't we? We had the whistleblower. Yeah. Um, who who was taken into custody because yeah. he decided to leak some shit over yeah. uh, Discord. Yeah. So I got a feeling, uh, if anybody's going to be made an example of, it's him, and they're currently talking about him in the media because they also want to know with his background how was it this you know caught mm. so that's the discussion they're having right now same with prize they have made it very clear that what he did was he which he did he if he would have just registered as a i can't remember the correct terminology because multiple people said it but he if he would have registered with the um government as a foreign and like as a foreign correspondent or entity that's not the right word i don't have my phone with me but at the proper things he would not be in trouble because he didn't do that then he did political campaigns 
that is what makes him treasonous to the American. Wait, you government. said Pros? Yeah, he's yeah. he just got thirty years. Yeah, so the Grio and shout out to my Philly homie, the Grio actually just posted an opinion story. Uh, and they said the story of Prize and the Fugees will make an insane Hollywood movie. Prize is uh, definitely on some uh, shit right now. Fugees rapper Prize, uh, Michael, found guilty in a legal foreign inf- influence scheme. Um, this is something I don't think anybody had on their bingo card. Nope. And of course, that's the New York Times. Let me go ahead and bring up something else. Because how ironic! Yeah. Because arguably, "Ghetto Superstar" is his most famous song. Yes, which was off of the soundtrack of Bullworth. Yes, which was about politics. Yes, and the corruption. <laughs> you yep. know, political corruption. Yeah. All right, CBSNews.com. Rapper Prize Michael found guilty on all 10 counts in international fraud trial. So Washington Grammy winning hip hop star Prize Michael was found guilty on 10 counts related to what prosecutors called a clandestine foreign influence campaign scheme funded by a wealthy Malaysian financer to peddle influence in the United States. The week uh, weeks long trial saw witnesses like Leonardo DiCaprio. Good gosh. Because I've been watching a whole lot of Gatsby. Side note, I just like falling asleep on it. I actually do like that movie. It's a good movie, I, I'm yeah. going to probably get the book because yeah. differences. Anyway, uh, and former Attorney General Jeff Sessions, take the stand. Jeff Sessions? <laughs> yes. Take the stand. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. Take the stand and testify under oath. I'm really sending like, I just read those two names yeah, in the what, same yeah, what planet is this from yeah. where you would put that together? Right. Yeah, Prosecutors wild. allege at the trial that the Fuji's founder immersed himself in the American politics at the behest of Lo Take Joe. Excuse yeah. me if I, um, you know, butcher that name. Also known as J.O. Lo. Who paid millions to help launder money Lowe had allegedly embezzled from a state-owned investment fund in his home country. The alleged scheme involved payments to Barack Obama's 2012 presidential re-election campaign and efforts to convince the Trump administration to extradite a Chinese national. Wow. Lowe remains at large but was charged with the co-defendant in Michael's case and played a major role in witness testimony and evidence presented to the jury. According to the Justice Department, Lowe allegedly misappropriated over $500 million from the Sovereign Wealth Fund, uh, One Malaysia Development, uh, with wire transfers to shell companies he and others own. Michael testified in his defense last week and said his relationship with Lowe began in 2006 at a Manhattan nightclub. Lowe, Michael said, bought bottles of champagne for everyone in the club and flashed his wealth. Years later, as then-President Barack Obama ran for re-election, prosecutors alleged Lowe paid Michael $20 million to develop a scheme by which Lowe's foreign wealth could be illegally funneled into Obama's campaign through straw donors and political committees. We need Oof. a director right now. Somebody oh, get on this. Pro- right. Prosecutors did not allege Obama campaign officials were aware of the purported illegal payments and said they were duped into accepting illicit funds. Oof, the PR campaign for that spin. Um, I mean, oof. I don't support any of this, but 
I'm I'm actually kind of impressed because I who would have thought Praz would be into these upper level white collar type of crimes. Uh-oh. So when when you when you basically stop rapping and uh, you need to uh, find a new hustle, hey, <laughs> I was looking at an interview. He was apparent, you know, he's an investor in like in like different types of like stocks and mutual funds. I guess I guess that ain't work out too well for him. Now nah, you know what I hate about this case. What? Because now it's going to give them even more of a reason to check rappers' backgrounds and what they invest in. Well, here's a crazy thing. It's so they didn't. If they would have checked, they would have realized the things that he set up was so poorly set up that there was no possible way for it to be legit. Like he had set up a media company and had nobody working at the media company. I think that's what the uh, shell, the shell media company. And it had no plans, no working website. And that's how they really took him down. They're like, how did you, how did you take, make this $20 million media company? But there's very few. There's no paperwork. Come on, Pros. Didn't you see the wire? Did no, watch the wire. No, he was too Stringer late. Stringer taught it, you. It, he he gave you the game plan. All right, BNB Enterprise or whatever it was called. Yeah. You know, you know, and, had your Kinko's reps in there. You know? Yeah, like see, so that's the that's the that's the sad part is because you you know, so like they say the same. You're so smart, you're stupid. Yes, and Praz just. Pros just was. It's not. That's not even caught slipping. Okay. That that's that that that's not even caught slipping. That's just being sloppy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh. Gosh. If you're gonna, be, you know, we've always said if you're gonna do something, just be just be great at it. You know. Don't you know? Don't do anything half-assed. That's All right. you know, some half-assed crimes. There. So so here's what happened. Uh, going past. So as the 2012 campaign season approached the end, according to court records and testimony, wealthy Democratic donor Frank White hosted a fundraiser at his Washington D.C. home and pressed Michael to fill a table with friends, each worth about forty thousand dollars in donations. Michael testified he paid his friends money so they could donate to Obama's campaign and attend the dinner. At one point, telling the jury he was paid approximately $20 million to secure the photo for Lowe, and about 10% of that money went towards paying his friends so they could attend the fundraiser. He said under oath that no one told him such payments towards political donations could have been unlawful or violations of campaign finance laws. Sir, what? <laughs> <laughs> listen, l- listen. I ain't never see. I ain't never see somebody just take a wad of money and not question where it came from. You know, like my here's my thing. If either one of y'all just show up one day and say, "Hey, L, here's fifty thousand dollars." Now, first of all, I'm not saying no to fifty thousand dollars, but. I got questions before I take this $50,000 and run with it. Because the first question is like, you're just giving me $50,000 I didn't ask. What do you want? And then if you tell me, no, it's just for you. Take it. It's a gift. Okay. Now that we settle, I don't have to give the money back. I need to know how you just got $50,000 suddenly to give me $50,000. That makes you an accessory if I tell you. You're right. It makes me an accessory. But at the same time, you just gave me $50,000. You're right. So, yeah. 
it's, it's bad on this part already because if I ask you now I'm an accessory. But here's the thing. If common sense tells me I need to question where the money came from, it is literally as much as I want to take it and I'm going to cry. I'm going to say, you know, I appreciate that. But if you caught up in some shit, I ain't trying to be caught up. Here's the money. Once because again, at least I can argue I didn't accept it. <laughs> once again, Gangster 101, I learned from The Wire. Not all money is good money. Exactly. You, know you what had I mean? to learn that from The Wire? No, I didn't learn that from the wire, but you know, it reinforced. Uh, for okay? those okay, for those who for those who learn from TV, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and it's but it, it's just it's just wow. Now here's the funny thing about it too, um, because right now he's you know he's on the defense, so it's playing this. I didn't know. Right. I honestly didn't know. Right. I'm like, they're talking about influencing a political campaign. Right. You should question that. He should, but you want to know why I don't think he would question it? Because I'm going to say something real ignorant right now. I think that for African Americans, unless you grew up in a political setting and mm. you understand politics, you are more likely to think it is okay to do a lot of stuff that you're not okay to do. Like, it wasn't until I started working for where I work that mm. I realized, oh crap, a lot of stuff that is asked for us to do is illegal as all get out. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if you have... um weird thing that I know about. Let's say you know someone that's running for a political campaign and they say, hey, do you mind putting this on your Instagram? Just saying, you know, I have a rally coming up on um April 20th. Any normal person was like, sure, I don't mind that. You're my friend. We'll do that. Now, here's the thing. Because you've done that now, you are now... Um, what an is endorsement? You're yeah. Endorsement. yeah. And if you work for an entity that will be affected by that, you just put your livelihood on the line. Yeah, because that might be a compromise. Exactly. And how many, I hate to say this, how many average African-Americans know that? And now we're talking in the entertainment business. And they they understand how money comes and goes. They understand, you know, I'm not going to ask you where you got $50,000 because I'm going to put it into the studio and I'm going to produce a lot of tracks Mm -hmm. and just be like, we don't keep books. People just pay us. We produce tracks. So he, I think he thought of it from the aspect of, Oh, in the entertainment business, this is how we do things. Yeah. And he didn't think... The normalization through TV, you watch what you see on TV and you think that's how it actually works. And when in reality, no. No. Uh, no. Also, (laughs) also in his defense... There's probably some things that he wasn't told anyway. Oh yeah, just off of just off of strength. He might have had some inkling, but you know, there's some things that honestly he might have not have really been you know knew of. If you get into the transcript, you realize you was they picked the I won't say perfect patsy, but they one hmm. I, I would not have picked prize to do anything with Obama. That it was just very illogical. <laughs> <laughs> like, no offense to the Fujis. <laughs> but I just they picked the perfect person who would have treated it like anything else in the entertainment business of take the money, produce some tracks, don't ask questions because if there's no money trail, how are you going to connect me to all any of this? Yeah, I think, yes. I think old dirty bastard said it best. <laughs> oh, from 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 you should listen to your own song, Prize. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm paranoid of the things I say, wondering what's the penalty from day to day. I'm hanging out, partying with girls. I never dare. My CEO's picking on my small fries. My campaign telling lies. Rob's mixtape coming out December 2023. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, not December, because ain't nobody, ain't nobody picking up albums around the holidays. 
They picked up scissors. Scissors like was early on before it got into that mix. Also, oh. Scissor has Scissor Scissor been building up a long time for that album. So people was gonna buy that like head over heels. But when in Rob's case, more than independent artists, when you don't have the luxury of literally releasing that album just anytime, it wouldn't it wouldn't pick up the steam as it would because people are holiday shopping and stuff. So it would it would be it'd be more like November, yeah, early yeah. November. Oh, okay, I take yeah, it. I'll take yeah. early November. Yeah. I just picked a month. I didn't. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Like, hey, you know. But honestly, we do what we want. So if we put it out December. Yeah. <laughs> December. Where's we, your boy? He had to drive home. Yeah, too. he was on his way home. Yeah, he got to drive home. Make sure everyone's good. Don't worry, it's coming. Okay, as long as he ain't driving down here with the fam. Oh, he not. He not, he not. He, he it ain't that. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't that serious for him jumping on. Uh, no, he he did that. I would have questions, but um, I ain't say nothing that blasphemous. I ain't saying like yeah, New York yeah. cheesesteaks are better than Philly or nothing like Let's that. Let's not bring New York into this conversation, <laughs> please. You Curtis really said, want them was, boots. Oh gosh, you. please. Their cheesesteak, I mean, not their cheesesteaks, their uh, cheesecake is legit, though. Like, I understand why people think cheesecakes are the best in New York, because I had one. Oh, my God. It's a mecca for light food. They they, they just have stuff. But I also believe that Baltimore has stuff. We do. And we we definitely, we definitely got, we definitely, I think, got things that, of course, I'm like, yo, if I go anywhere else, this is not going to taste as good. I will oh, say. Crab cake on luck. Exactly. I yeah. will say for Baltimore, we are in definitely, I would say the top 20 for best foodie places in America. I will say Denver is also in the top 20. And I can see why Denver have, like, no no offense, Denver probably really does have that. It's it sounded authentic, and yeah. as long as it's authentic, I, de- I definitely think it's pretty high on the list for Denver, not for the country, for Denver. The best burrito was for you in Denver was that place. That's what I will say. Um, but yeah, like, you know. Hey, best, the best burger for me was in Japan. Understandable. You know, so, Understandable. I mean, it's some, all subjective. Yeah. What is the bur- who made the first burger? Uh, oh, I would. Yeah, Hold this on. is weird not having a computer. Hold on, so, let's ask Siri. Can I just say Mercury Retrograde took out my computer? That's fair. Yeah, it was working. It was fine on Monday. And then on Wednesday, it was like, I can't do this. On Thursday, it was like, please let me die in peace. And yesterday morning, it said, I am done. I have lived a life. life. You have dropped me three times, you raggedy bee. And now I'm going on the glory to the computer depot in the sky. So I just I just asked Siri and she gave me two answers. US and Germany. Yeah. Within like a year of each other, I think, or six months. Oh, okay. So was Germany first before US or uh, I would have to look it up. But also it's like called something different. For what? Oh, oh, seventy-one percent. That's good. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna figure this out. But it's just like, okay, <sighs> food. <laughs> Speaking of, I've been like avoiding burgers like the plague recently. Well, wouldn't they be impossible burgers anyway? 
Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Burger Fi has an Impossible Burger. Wayback Burger has, like, an Impossible or Vegan-esque Burger. A lot of places have vegan burgers now. I like Impossible. Well, I'm not supposed to like Impossible Burger, but I do. Charlie Nagreen, the Seymour Community Historical Society of Seymour, Wisconsin, credits Nagreen, now known as Hamburger Charlie, with the invention. Nagreen was 15 when he reportedly sold pork sandwiches at the 1885 Seymour Fair so the customers could eat while walking. Okay. The more you know. So I was wrong. It was within five years of each other because you said 1885? Yeah. Yeah, so the one in Germany was 1895 or 1891. I got some gripes, y'all. Why? What's up? What's going on? Let me tell you something. If I pay you yes. extra money okay. and I tell you I want extra strawberry bits in my shake, damn it, you better put them in there. How? From Because... So it wasn't like it was inside the shake. Okay, I see how you make the shake. You take a scoop of the strawberry syrup with all the little strawberries in it, and then you dump it in. All I was asking was for two scoops and not one, and you couldn't even do that, and I paid you money for it. I told you beforehand, I'm giving you extra $3.50 to put the strawberry bits in, and then you didn't do it. Why are you giving an extra $3.50 for extra strawberries? Instead of, because I want the extra strawberry. It but, it tastes really good with, with more strawberries in it. No, I understand. Saying that, but why is it three dollars and fifty cents? That sounds like a seventy-five cent dollar increase, not 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 like a double increase in price. Does that make any sense? So if the shake is six dollars, right, and you yeah. want the extra strawberries, it should have been six seventy-five or seven. Well, I, well, no, this was a combo order, so I had like burgers and all this. You know, okay, you know other stuff. But all right, so you paid the extra three dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, to get a shake. No, no, no. I paid, so I paid for the shake. I paid for everything, but on top of that, I gave them an additional tip. I I, I tipped them three dollars and fifty cents, and telling them I'm giving you this money. You know, I really like the shakes you make. If you can put some extra strawberries in it, I would appreciate it. Here's here's three fifty for you. I'm gonna let Al handle this. And then and then they gave me my food, and the guy just he didn't do anything. He just made a normal shake. Where was this at? This was the five. It, it, it was a five guys. Five guys in uh, Gaithersburg. Guy. It was five guys in Gaithersburg, mm-hmm. and you gave them a three dollar tip, three fifty, three fifty, to put extra bits of strawberry in the shake. That's that's right. Now, the extra bits. Did they even have an option for you to pay for extra bits? Sounds like they didn't. No, no. You just get a shake and that's it. But you're like, hey, I'll give you extra if you put these extra bits in. And he just made your regular shake and didn't honor that. Well, I gave them. I Well, as I was paying. So I completed my order. And mm-hmm. as I was paying for it, it gives you the option to tip. And I said, here, I'll give you some. Ex- you know, I really like your shakes here. Let me give you some extra I, money. Okay. Cause you know, I really need to, if you could put so extra he, strawberry. He, he just heard he just heard that and just like all right, and you you basically paid the money. Yeah, well, and, and this was the same guy that when you was at the the counter checking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. So the person that heard all that was the same person that made my shake. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you know they heard it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, 
I personally think that is on them. I, I feel like if you communicated and if people knew that's what they were doing, because I'm like, first of all, also, how were you checking out? You were, it was like a person at the counter, right? It wasn't like one of those self-checkouts. It was a person at the counter. Okay. So I feel like if that was communicated to that person that took your money, I feel like the person that was making the shake, he could have heard strawberry shake and just did it. But the person that was behind the counter also could say, Hey, make sure you put extra strawberry in that. And I feel that should have happened. Mm-hmm. Communication because the person that the person that's always making the stuff will probably hear strawberry and then that's all they yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the same person. So you didn't have to tell anybody else. I'm telling the person that's so, making the oh, shake. So he was so he was literally the one that t- also took your money. Yeah. Okay. So he came up to the counter. I'm yeah. just making sure I got this. He came up to the counter. You said I'm getting a burger, blah blah blah, and I want a strawberry shake. You put extras. I'll pay you extra to put more bits of strawberry in it. Right. This he has heard, nothing. Yeah. This yeah. has nothing to, to do with the burger makers, which right. are further in the back. Right. I'm right. I'm just yeah. talking about the main person exactly. at the counter. Yes, that's right. So he literally was responsible for making the shake. Took your money. He had two jobs. That's right. And he basically just said, "I'm just going to make the shake." Yeah. Now I need him to pay attention. So yeah, he was fucked up on that because your order said X. You basically won the extra strawberries and you didn't get it. Was it on his receipt? No. But see, that's also th- th- this. They can. They can. So legally, from their standpoint, they did their job. Exactly. But on the honor standard, they fucked up. That's right. Because you paid the three dollars. So he basically was like, "Yeah, I just got a tip." Right. And he didn't do the extra strawberry. Now and I didn't even have to tip you because you're not providing a service in that aspect anyway. I mean, I have a whole issue with tipping right now, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, so I'm on the opposite side of it because if it's not on that receipt, then no, I'm not obligated to give you this extra strawberry. Except because here's the reason: they already know they're overcharging you for everything at Five Guys. Yeah, so you're lucky. And I'm tipping you on top of that. Yeah, no, like in their head, they're like, which what you're asking for is early 2000s customer service, right? You're like, hey, can I get a little extra? Which it used to be like, yeah, I'll give you a little extra. I don't mind. He did not. Did he say, yeah, I'll give you extra? Did he? Did he acknowledge that he would give you extra? He, so here's what I think happened. I think he he did kind of a oh, okay. You know, yeah, he, he wasn't going to do it. He, he, yeah, but he wasn't. I, I don't think it either. It either a didn't register, really register with him, or b he didn't care, or c a combination. It's c, it's c, and also like I hate to say it, like have y'all have you been watching the TikToks of like people complaining about people asking for extras with their drinks and stuff? No. Yeah, like there's a whole thing on TikTok, whether it's Starbucks this place um other places chick-fil-a well no not chick-fil-a chick-fil-a does not get any bad reviews but like mcdonald's if you ask for like a little bit extra in your drink mm-hmm. they've been like very hard like no we can't do it i understand i understand and so like i get what you're saying i feel very bad for you i do but i also get why they're like oh yeah they're not going to do it yeah it's it's just like going to um it's just like going to chipotle oh, and trying no. to get people 
trying but to get people an extra option though they do but see what happens is that people will be like you can put more meat on that without actually wanting to pay for nah, it yeah that's and, a whole and, yeah and like there's people that really be trying to slide on that you know which really to go around is if you really want that you need to go to a place that just opened where they're trying to train folks and <laughs> you got somebody that's heavy handed I know there's a few loca- Chipotle locations where they be heavy handed as hell and you ain't gotta say shit <laughs> I remember it was like four or five years ago I took your advice and it's always worked out for me for those types of people when you go to uh, Chipotle you order half chicken half steak because sometimes they don't take their time enough to give you the proper portion of each half they just go scoop scoop yep i just want to say where are my chips chipotle two times from two different locations i have ordered my chips and salsa and you have refused refused to give me any chips where are my chips food uh chipotle order two different places and i paid for it I even emailed them and showed, like, emailed my receipt, and they're like, "Oh, we're sorry to hear that." Um, and then they give you free guac. No, they didn't give me no free nothing. They was like, oh. "We're sorry to hear that." I need a burrito buck there, sir, or ma'am. No, they was like, "Next time, please check your order before leaving." And I'm like, "What the? <laughs> hell? Oh wow, that's so terrible." We, so, so what I've noticed is that. Chipotle gets to a threshold because they get so many complaints yeah. that I think sooner or later, if especially if you're like a repeater, they will just be like, oh, yeah, we'll just, you know, let the staff know. I had one where twice they forgot chips. They forgot the chips and the salsa. Mm-hmm. And I would send that to them. So then it'd be like, oh, hey, we're sorry about that. We give you free chips and guac. So the first time I was like, yeah, whatever. The second time they was like, okay, I'm sorry this happened. Blah, blah, blah. We give you free chips and guac. I respond to the person. I'm like, no, y'all need to do more. I want my actual money back because this is the second time this has happened. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they never, they when they say they're going to talk with the, the team and all that, I don't even think they bother to talk to the team and chances are they talk to the team and the team manager or whoever will be like, yeah, we ran out. And then, then that doesn't make it any better because it's like, well, if you ran out, you should have called, you should have told the door dasher, Hey, let them know we ran out of chips or whatever. Have them go ahead and get a credit from DoorDash or somewhere or whatever. They don't do that. There was one time I, I we placed the order. We had to go to the restaurant because they gave us our burritos in bowls and basically the reason they did that is because they ran out of freaking foil you know what happens to the daggone burrito it gets stuck to the the the, uh, tortilla gets stuck to the damn bowl communication hey we're out of burrito we're we're out of foil or or don't even take oh don't even take the order cancel it let them oh oh yeah that's true that's true did you order through the app (laughs) yeah fortunately because the app, because I've noticed sometimes, like it'll, like it'll tell me out of stock, or you know, yeah. it doesn't allow you to complete the order because yeah. they're out of that certain ingredient. But see, they don't even, yeah. But see, you know what? I and I wish that was the case, but this is it. Just like in Christine's case, is just pure laziness at this point. Also, I think pan, the the pandemic really fucked them up because they were already they already had issues. I'm guessing, and honestly, never really had issues with Chipotle like this before the pandemic. The pandemic hit, and that shit was just horrible. That's terrible, you know? And their stock went up too. Yeah, but this, <laughs> this, yeah. Hey, you know what's sad too? Because we're talking about authentic food. <laughs> this is Chipotle's, uh, but Chipotle's not 
bad. It's just the the, the food is not bad. It's the, just the service. You know. P.S. Bring back your limes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I do miss the limes. I miss a lot of stuff with them, but it is what it is. So big topic. Okay. Uh, because we are we well well you know what we also didn't cover that Don Lynn got fired too Ooh. with um from CNN yeah so that came with the heels of Tucker Carlson but what I think is funny is that Don Lynn got offered a job oh where Rick Ross offered him a job oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> Working at one of uh, his restaurants. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. That's a slap in the face offer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he offered him a job at Wingstop. <laughs> yep. Rick Ross offers Don Lemon a job at one of his Wingstops. So I already know that Tucker Carlson was kind of like a pseudo white supremacist in hiding when he was doing his thing. But enlighten me on Don Lemon. I don't really know a whole lot about him. Like, what was his niche or what was the thing that kind of set him apart that people were like, eh, I, I don't know. Well, no, he's he's a liberal black gay man, queer. He's of the queer community. Okay. Um, The issue is. He will he uh, to me he played the fence. He would very much be for black people, mm-hmm. and he would stand for like you know how black people are treated in this country and what's going on. But then on the flip side, he would also throw us under the bus. Oh um, yeah, and then more and like it's just been reports. so he's flaky. He's, he's sometimes he he's, yeah, but over the year there's been reports that he's misogynistic, that he's a problem to work with, that he flaunted the HR policy that CNN has in their face. Um, that he uses the fact that he's black and queer as like a shield to protect him. Oh, I see. So if you say so, I'm going to be messing around and harassing people. And then if you say anything, well, I'll just cry. You know, well, and this you is, don't like the queer community. Right. <laughs> or I, you don't like black. Oh, this is racist. You don't. That's what yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is what they the articles I have read said. Now, this is where I think Don Lemon knew his days were numbered. CNN, I will say like early last year, said that they wanted to move a more centrist route. I don't remember when they were sold, but they were sold to a new media mogul who said they he wanted to move CNN away from being liberal. So right there, that's one strike. Like they're moving away from being a liberal news outlet and more um, centrist. Mm-hmm. Two, he um, the last time he got in trouble wasn't uh, like a lot of people was like, oh yeah, he got drunk during New Year's. I said that wasn't the issue. They don't care about that. I was like, it was when he had said something that got him suspended from his night show. Mm. And I don't remember what he said. And I haven't looked for it because I have no computer. Thanks, Mercury Retrograde. Um, but anyway, so he has said something. He got suspended. And they, they decided to demote him, which it looks like a promotion, but it's a demotion from the night show to the morning show. Because typically anchors want to go from morning, midday, night. Because night is prime time. You get the most money. Yeah, like yeah, like C, like uh, the CBS Evening News or yes. NBC nightly news. Exactly. Yeah. So they moved into the morning show with two anchors who I think did not have the um, intellectual capacity capacity to stay with Don Lemon's train of thought. And then on top of that, he had again, a, he had a misogynistic slip where he said Nikki Haley was over the hill, which again, when you hear that statement, it's not knowing where he was coming from because he did they didn't let him give the context to it and when he did they still was like oh no you're you're being you know you're being feminist not feminist but you're under the microscope now so yeah we're gonna take everything to the extreme yeah and what he meant by over the hill because 
again, Nikki Haley has said something about Joe Biden. And she just recently said something again about Joe Biden. Oh, so th- this was a uh, retaliatory. You're talking about Joe Biden's age. Well, look at you. Yeah. That's what he, okay. And he was like, you know, Nikki Haley will be considered over the hill because she's over 50. And they were saying that he was being a misogynist. <sighs> now, here's the, now the other thing that happened was, again, they brought on a Republican candidate. I can't remember the man's name, but he was saying that black people have really not taken the time to really cultivate their culture. He said something. It wasn't that that's not what he said. He said it was much more done. What he said was much more detrimental and that pretty much the candidate said that we dropped the ball. And he played Don Lemon didn't back us. No, no, he did. Okay, he went hard. He's like, how dare you? So they were talking about like the guy was saying how the Second Amendment right has really helped black people own guns and protect themselves in America. And Don Lemon had facts and he kept going and going and going and going. And he made a statement that he's like, you're Southeast, whatever, Asian. And he said it like that. Oh, so there was enough of a case there with the harassment the misogyny in front of the camera and behind the camera. We don't and, feel like putting up with you anymore. Yeah. You're- and he, like, again, they was just like, well, well, and I, I honestly think the way he was fired and how Chris, um, Chris Tucker, wrong song, Tucker Carlson was fired. I was like, oh no. Like when I said, oh no, I said they got, they're clearing media out for this next news cycle. But I said, wouldn't it be weird if they joined forces and made a show called, um, <laughs> sour tucks. <laughs> or like I don't know I just wanted to say sour tucks but, <laughs> Tucker lemons I don't know bitter lemons bitter uh, lemons lemon. <laughs> back in back in February of last year um, there was an article actually no I'm sorry early this year um, a clip actually surfaced back in February of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Lemon clip about black community resurfaces. And this was when he was telling black people, there's five things you could do uh, to better the community. And he was like, here, like, here's number five. Hold up. Blah, 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 blah. Um, he's, he's, he basically, cause this called him a lot of backlash. He said, black people, if you uh, really want to fix the problem, here's five things you should think about doing. He said at the time, if you're not doing this, it doesn't apply to you. I'm not talking about you. Okay. And he starts off with number five, pull up your pants. He, he started the list. <sighs> Walking around with your ass out, your underwear showing is not okay. He then went on to discuss the use of the N-word uh, by promoting the use of that word when it's uh, not germane to the conversation. Have you ever considered that you may just be perpetuating stereotypes? type third example respect where you live uh start small by not dropping trash and then he was talking about he's lived in several predominantly white neighborhoods in his life rarely ever ever witnessed people littering he says he was living in harlem it's a historically black neighborhood every day he sees adults and children dropping their trash on the ground when the garbage can is just feet away and then he's like he's being honest and then he's like talking about hey finish school um he's like you want to break the cycle of poverty stop telling kids they're acting white because they go to school or they speak right, proper I'm a, english I'm right now, now i'm going to say i'm going to say this one that he has on his list is actually telling because i feel like this is at a point where he's talking about from his own experiences with that particular one mm-hmm. um but of course you know people wasn't people wasn't having it and we know that everything he's bringing up we've heard these these stereotypes and tropes now i for one will say 
littering your neighborhood is just not okay ever. Yeah. And I know that they are reason. I, I feel like there's some psychological reasons behind when we see people litter. Mm-hmm. But my thing about that is to just cascade it in a way that it's like, well, y'all don't take care of your neighborhoods. It's like, okay, so are we going to talk about the fact that little bugs, no matter what neighborhood you go into, there's going to be somebody littering. Maybe you don't see it, yeah. but when you're also in an area where, like he said, predominantly white, yeah. we're talking money at this point. Nobody who literally has to deal with a HOA, Ooh. possibly, or uh, paid a whole fuck ton of money to have that home is going to allow litter any motherfucking where because they're worried about property value number one mm-hmm. number two they spent a whole lot of fucking money like I'm pretty sure like if you got the money to live in a really upscale neighborhood mm-hmm. you are not littering because shit money first of all and second of all like you got a whole different mind state yeah but when you're living in the hood where number one you have even if you're doing your best you have people around just because of society and things that are happening Mm -hmm. some people are not going to have that energy it's going to be what the fuck ever and that's a whole different conversation that people will have to have but when he you bring it up in such this context you're doing more damage yeah. than yeah. what you think you're doing. He's he's making the statement. He's you know, and he tries to preference as well. If this is if it if it doesn't apply, let it fly. And it's like no, no, because you're saying this, but you're just trying to say this is a safeguard. A shield, yeah, you know. And this is why I was like, you know, this would be a for a more broader discussion, you know, on self hatred. Yeah, because from what I'm saying, I feel like he's battling just. On one side, you know, like, I don't know his family dynamic, but maybe on one side, it's, you know, wanting to uplift the black community. And then on the other side, self-hating, you know, self-hating that part of him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, Yeah. I don't understand it. Like, I... I will say, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I just want to say with Don Lemon, I think it is, it's the misnomer. And I think he was getting, he was starting to wake up to it a little bit until that thing he did last year, which is they give us, they give everyone that comes to this country that is, that is melanated, this false thing of, if you're the good person, the good citizen, you go to school. The good Negro. the, the, (laughs) the, the, um, The good Negro, the good Asian, whatever like not whatever but like the good woman the good oh the model oh yeah the, the model, model citizen the, the model, model citizen yeah. you can succeed in this country which is a way to gaslight you and also turn on your community because again like he said oh be able to speak proper and don't tell your yeah. kid because here's the thing there everyone wants to always talk about diction and diction when you come when you correct someone yeah some people you should say the word correctly but then you forget oh they might be from baltimore or they might be from Missouri, or they might be from North Carolina, South Carolina, you name it, and then your diction changes. So some words you'll slur, some words you'll say it's different. So like the whole Aaron, 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 Aaron. Like if you have yeah. A, A, Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and then they want to say, well, you're illiterate because you can't say that sentence. Yeah. Which now you just discredited everything because of my regional dialect. Yeah. So when you tell, like when he says, you know, don't, if they want to speak proper, you know, what you're doing is saying, whitewash yourself to make yourself um applicable not applicable appeasable mm-hmm. to yeah, exactly. american culture 
And all you have to do, like, how about we give better examples? Because I'm all for the what he was saying. Just give better examples. Why do we have to use the stereo, you know, stereotypes as your example? Right. You know, when you can say that about anybody. Right. You can say speak better about any culture. That's not really saying, you know, how about yeah. you say give back to your community? There, there's, you know? there were so many ways to make points on how to better community without having to bring yeah. stereotypes and also Volun- yeah. yeah volunteer volunteer, volunteer yeah. somewhere you know yeah. like or say support all educational goals for your community not everyone wants to get a four year degree support mm-hmm. going to a trade school support going to an apprenticeship stop with the yeah. negative cycle of oh you ain't you, and that, that's what he could have said like in that moment he could have been pivotal to show that he has changed and that he is went em- back yeah to those old. are empowering yeah. statements now, yeah. now I will say I will say this now this article um because it's early this year this is referencing those statements that he made a while ago right so you know he could have had he could have had a flash and just said you know what I was wrong about that right but then it doesn't help when you know people can look at earlier this year and say well he was saying some wild ass shit because the thing that started this actually was talking about women in their prom so that's how that shit got started uh, where it's like, oh, well, you know what? Let's bring this back up, you know, which happens a lot. Uh, honestly, though, it, it it made me think just with him getting fired this week. It made me think how we have so many people with platforms. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to actually say something that would be helpful yes. to say something that would would, you know, really be a rallying, a rallying cry. Oh, gosh. A rallying day, thank you, because yeah. gosh, but it would really be a point where it was like, hey, you know what, this needed to be said. Yeah. We're glad you said it. Yes, but instead, no, and he's playing to the model citizen aspect, which we've seen time and time again with people that they, they do everything right, and they're still wondering why they're being treated like trash. Right. Yeah, because let me just say this real quick, and then I have wanted to add something else to the conversation. Um, one, the model citizen is always going to be a lie because then they also know that you have no moral integrity to support or to keep, um, not trees, but like, what is it called? Support, I just say support your community. Mm-hmm. That model citizen also is indicative of saying, oh, you're, you will turn against your own real quick. That's why you never hear Latino in the Latino community, in the Latinx community. You never hear them talk about model citizen. They're like, nope. All of us eat. You got a job here. Get so and so a job. Like they keep it. And same with parts of the Asian community. They're I'd like, like, yeah, yes. So going on the Asian community, I'd like to alter it. It's really model minority. Model that's, minority. That's yes. what they said. Yes. I was. Have you ever seen a uh, Adam ruins everything? Yeah, yeah. I have. I, I I just recently saw the one he did on that on on that phrase and how toxic it is. It is. Yeah. To you know because people are like well. We're saying something good, like no. like you know, Asians being good at math, for yeah, example. It's gaslighting. Uh, that's yeah, mad gaslighting. Yeah, we're saying something good. Why is it a bad thing? And then I realized that we put stipulations upon them for citizenship. Yeah, and to be able to be accepted, we put these high standards of education. Yeah, that they're trying to meet, and so it was like a self fulfilling prophecy. We're saying. You know, uh, you, you know, become this model citizen, 
And all, you know, because you're good at math anyway. Right. You know, so, you know, we don't have to really worry about you. And, right. th- and, and then they don't get the support that they need. And the other thing is, is the financial aspect of Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. Let's not talk about the lawsuits. Tucker Carlson does not, did not, was not their best um, ad revenue source. He was their best, um, what is it called? Um, when you get followers, he was their uh, best social media influencer. Yeah. He was their best influencer. He was their best mm-hmm. influencer for Fox. So he got the people there, and they would stay. Like pretty much having Tucker Carlson on at eight o'clock, they were coming at seven so they could get the hard hitting, like real true facts. They hear his propaganda, and then they would stay until nine. So they, he brought the people in. Advertisers didn't want to touch Tucker Carlson because they lost them money. He had the least ad revenue for Fox. So financially, Rupert Murdoch is like dollars and cents get rid of him i don't care if, it, if it's in the dominion lawsuit get rid of him harassment def- def- defamation get rid of him yeah we don't now, need him <laughs> the thing about it is don lemon is the flip side of that financially he brings in the most money for cnn even when they moved him to the morning show advertisers still wanted to pay for that time yeah but for cnn like they said they were moving to centerists chris light i think it's chris light i could be wrong was like he's not going to tolerate leftist beliefs so in that that last interview he had with that um gop candidate was the straw that broke the camel's back that's why he was trying not to talk he tried real hard to keep his mouth shut and they knew they baited and switched him because if he would have just kept his mouth shut and said mm-hmm, these are your opinions these are, but he had to correct him and that broke the camel's back because mm. he brings in he is one of the few chris como was one of them anderson cooper is one of them and a few others i want to say um Tiffany Cross was one of them who whose ad revenues people paid for. Mm. Like they brought they brought in good money to the network. So, who's the uh, who's what's the name? Oh, what's the name of that woman? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name. She's another one. She's another one. She's like ultra ultra left. Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. Is she still there? Yeah, she's still on MSNBC. But again, she brings in a lot of ad revenue. Oh, for oh, MSNBC. oh she's MSNBC. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. And Rachel Maddow knows how to walk that line. And she's yeah. very good at walking that line. Same with Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper walks that line of, I could say something that's offensive. However, I'm going to let you say it. And I'm going to pounce on it to show why it's offensive. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's led debates, like presidential debates. So, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be good. All right, your boy. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to. I'm ready. Oh to... shit, he called now. Oh, okay, awesome. Hold on. <laughs> That's good timing. Hey, fam, you ready? <laughs> All right, I'm about to patch you in. Let me go ahead. Let me lower the music. All right, my man. <laughs> All right, talk for me real quick, Tessa, Tessa. All right, hold on. Let me let me hook this up. All right, test again. One two one two. All right, my man, my man. All right, so there was a statement that was made during this recording. We're in the middle of recording right now. All right, and everybody wants to juice. We going, we going, because you know I ain't going to put the government. So I'm going to say Nichols, my man Nichols. Okay. All right. Yeah. My man Nick was on the phone because I told him that my co-host Big Rob went recently had a trip to where was it Delaware? So 
Delaware for the cheesesteak. I went to Denver for the burrito. Right, but we're talking about Delaware when you Delaware. You, okay. All right. All right. So let me break it down. Let me break it down. Okay. So I went. So mind you, I I've been to Philly. Okay, I've had a Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Right. I went okay, to de- where. I I don't remember the name of the place. I know there was a. A cheesesteak spot on one corner, and then there on the opposite corner there was another cheesesteak place, and they were feuding back and forth. That's oh, all I remember. So passing Geno's, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's where I'm, I went to one of those spots. Um, so that was my experience with the Philly cheesesteak. All right. Now, fast forward, uh, maybe like five or six years ago, I went to Delaware to Dewey Beach, and I don't know if this guy was from Philly, but. I had the most amazing cheesesteak of my life. Okay. It he made it in 40 seconds. I ate it. It was delicious. It had cheese going all through the meat. And it was so good that me and my friend were full. We weren't hungry, but we went back just to eat the cheesesteak again, just to taste it because it was that good. So because of that, I said to myself, Well, shoot. They got it on lock here because this is the best cheesesteak I ever had compared to the place I went in Philly. So, oh, okay. All right. So, all right. Passing Geno's, that is, that is basically a tourist trap. Like, it, it's just there for for color. It just adds something to the city. It's a place where people go and they, they can – and it causes their own little controversy. Like, they, you know, you got to be able to – speak English, we want to order here, and that was a whole thing a few years ago. It's, it's the idea is to draw attention. Okay. Now, whoever you went to down there in Dewey, uh, I've been down on, I've been down to Dewey Beach, definitely, but somebody probably was from Philly and, you know, properly cooked it. So if it was by way of Philly that you got a proper cheesesteak down there in Delaware, because there's only maybe a handful of places I, I've ever come across that actually make a decent cheesesteak where it tastes like a cheesesteak and not some weird concoction. Um, I'm, I've been living down here about 10 years. I had one the other night and I don't know what kind of meat that was. That, <laughs> that wasn't any steak I've ever had before in my life. Um, and you know, it was a cheese steak, but I also think it turned my stomach. Um, okay. and there's no way, there's no way that any place you go, Half of it comes down to they have the right rolls. If it's not an Amoroso roll, then it's not really going to taste like a cheesesteak. It's going to come down to how they make it. Okay. You know, you people look up and say a chopped cheese is a cheesesteak, and it's the furthest thing from it. It, it. That was going to be my question to you. So does it have to have the cheese whiz on it? I mean, you can do whiz with or without. It depends. Um, but commonly, yes, you've got the chopped up, the chopped up steak. You've got the cheese with, you got an Amoroso roll, and um, depends on where you go, because some people just can't cook. <laughs> it just does okay. not turn out like a cheesesteak. You know, it looks it looks like it, you know, fundamentally, but there's a difference between, like, a good cheesesteak and not a good cheesesteak. Some people don't like onions on there, but commonly you have, like, you know, the chopped up onions. Okay, yeah, because I, I was never really a fan of the cheese Whiz, and I think I had, I, I think the one I had in Philly had the cheese Whiz on it. So, I yeah, like it with again, that, bit. you know, good cheddar. I, you know, you know, I like the cheddar one. But see, that's why I stand Ishka Bibbles, though, because, like, I've been to Ishka Bibbles twice, 
And I took that, that off my recommendation. Yeah, I took that off your recommendation. <laughs> and so I went to Ishka Bibbles, and both times it was right. Whether I, I got cheese whiz on it or I told them, you know, I wanted a different type of cheese, I sat mm-hmm. down and I enjoyed the hell out of it. In fact, like now, because of this, I feel like we got to go to Philly so I, we can go to Ishka was, Bibbles. Okay. All right. I was about and to get say, you right. <laughs> I never caught your name, by the way. Nichols. Nichols. <laughs> All right, yeah. Nichols. So, um, will uh, will I be allowed to go back to Philly to Ishka Bibbles to get a cheesesteak to uh, get the real deal? It, I feel like it is necessary because I feel yeah. like you've been you're being lied to, okay. and it, it's not right, and you deserve a proper experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's table. So let's table it for now. All right. Well, we're going. Right. Oh no, this is happening but before the end I'm of summer's saying, out. Okay. Okay. All right. Because like because like I said, like the cheese stick I had in Delaware, that you know, we that take, was my we best. taking a road yeah. trip. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Cool. We taking cool. a road trip. Yes. Yeah, we got to do this. Yeah, it's only right. Tried to execute me. But that's I ain't right. trying to execute you. You you made a wild ass <laughs> statement. I'm trying to help you. Trying to save you. I didn't you. say I, I, I didn't say Philly cheesesteaks was trash. I didn't. I, I wasn't being blasphemous. You just said that in the same <laughs> sentence, though. You shouldn't even say it. I told. I told. Listen, I don't. I don't go at Philly for anything cheesesteaks. I don't go at Philly. Period. I don't want no trouble. I don't know. I don't want no type of trouble. And Nichols, I, li- I like Philly. And Nichols, see, he was trying to compare this to Old Bay. I said that's a bad comparison. No, there was no comparison. It was like you don't go after. Listen, do. Does Old Bay get mad support here in Baltimore? Yes, it does. Okay. But there's only one I Old feel like Bay. It should be the flag when it comes to We're, Baltimore. And listen, oh, l- listen, there's a group literally on Facebook that Maryland's flag is about a cult. Like, <laughs> it's not a flag, it's a cult. <laughs> it is. Like, it's a cult. Like, you know, like, the, just, it just, you got to accept it. Like, even, even people that join that group on Facebook, one person who doesn't even live in the United States was like, this is what I've realized just from being in this group and y'all love your flag. Something terrible. But my comparison is basically like every city has this thing. You don't go after the city for that thing. That's what I was saying. But since big Rob likes to take what I say and try to twist and make me a villain along with him. I want to reiterate that you don't go after Philly for the cheesesteaks, just like people shouldn't come after right. Baltimore for that old bay, well, Merlin. So here's what that flag. So you know, here's, just leave old bay and the flag alone. So here's what I'll say: I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for Philly to show me what they truly got. How about that? Well, just said we got to go to Ishka Bibbles. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I, I'm agreeing with you. I gotta, I gotta wear. I gotta us. get the real deal because what I had wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. comparing. That's all I'm saying. You, That's you, all I'm you saying. Stay like ten steps ahead. You walk ten steps ahead. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> just in just in just in case them them dot red dots are out because you 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 about to get both of us hemmed up. Nichols, can uh, Nichols is Ish Kabibbles where I need to go? Is that where I need to go? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> recommendation. Just, just I told you I if there. he had a, a better place ago. if he had a better place i was i was trying to get that I'm, like man, like it, it's uh it's if you down on south street you can hit gin steaks i mean it depends on where you are but that was my first recommendation was taking him to Ishkabibbles. oh okay all right cool all right we can go to the same spot okay that buster rhymes came through that will smith that came through 
Yeah. Okay. You go in there. You go in there, and on the wall, they just got pictures of everybody that's been through. Okay. That's oh, a okay. dope ass spot, man. All right. So it's like a world renowned. When have I ever steered you wrong on food? Exactly. Exactly. Can't say anything about that. Okay. Exactly. But yeah, man, he he was just he he was talking about crazy. I was like, hold on, you're not getting us hemmed up. Not today. Not today. Not today. And I'll let you know when we we slide through, man. So you can you can uh, break away for a bit. Oh yeah, I'll definitely up for that trip. Oh. <laughs> I will do. Will do. Well, I appreciate your enlightenment, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I was, I was really worried you was going to get eviscerated. <laughs> Nichols gonna call it like where you at? Like oh shit. <laughs> Thank you, man. I ain't gonna hold yeah. you up. All right, y'all. All right, bees. I'll right. send you the episode link. All right. All right, All right, appreciate you. See you. See you. Later. <sighs> Seems like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I know cool ass people. But man, you you mm. He is so I, happy now. Nicholas <laughs> <laughs> just said that was funny. <laughs> that was that was good. I that was therapeutic, actually. I, you know, I, you know, I like that a lot. You know, and now, and now, when we actually go down, we should record that. Okay. Okay. We can, yeah, we should record that. That'll be a good video segment. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be mainly you, Chris, and three, the camera. I'll three be off ABP camp. go to Philly. I will. I will do my best <sighs> to record it. I, I can. I can. I can bring some stuff to help okay because cool. i got i got a whole mic attachment for the, the phone so we'll 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 work it out yeah we'll get the video and all that and then we put, put the clip on like our social media yes y'all can have that cheese but oh, i ain't about that cheese was like <laughs> you gotta you know what it's not bad it's not bad it's not bad i i will say though i i when it comes to the when it comes to the cheese though um, I did try the cheese whiz and I didn't mind the cheese whiz at all. But I've also had it flipped to do like an American cheese, okay. you know. Yeah, okay. You know. Okay. Um, and I and, I, and it's to it's it's to each down, but it like I said, it it pans out either way. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good eat. Now, if it makes you feel any better, I had another friend. Yeah, I think I said it, but I had a friend that was up in Jersey that made that. Yeah, I said that early. He he made a wild comparison, and I'm just like, you know what? Y'all ain't getting me hemmed up in Philly, man. That's on y'all. I like Ishkan Bibbles, so I'm I'm going to be there eating while y'all get to duke it out on the street. See, see the thing. See, see, I picked actually a neutral spot because nobody knows too many people in Delaware anyway. So, you know, <laughs> I do know someone in Delaware, but I'm not reaching out to them. I know somebody in Delaware as well. I wish I, I wish I had somebody in Delaware that knows the spot. Ben, if you're listening, do some homework because you were there with us. Do some homework on this. I wish I could find that spot because he's probably right. He said it was probably made by somebody from Philly. When I when I lived on when I lived on the West Coast, there was a spot that I had to travel to, and it took a hot minute to get there. But the guy was from Philly. If I really wanted a good cheesesteak. On the West Coast, mm-hmm. that was that. Yeah, 
and I knew somebody while living there was from Philly. And that's a, that's the bond we shared because he was from Philly. I was from Baltimore, so we could we could talk. Right. And right. so it was one of those deals where it's just like y'all really want a good cheesesteak. <laughs> I was like, can't get that here. It's like, yeah, you can. It's just hole in the wall spot you got to go to, you know. But that's also where I learned to really appreciate authentic food. Mm-hmm. When I want Me- when I want Mexican food, I want really authentic. That's where I learned to appreciate that. So that's why I like West Coast be holding it down. I got a friend that chastised me for going to Chipotle, but she she lives in L.A., so I had to eat that. Like I get it. I mean, I'm I mean, you can't be too hard on somebody that likes a chain. I mean, it's a food chain, so it's not the same category as you know you're around the way spot. That's yeah. not that's not even fair. When that, no, it, it's a you should know better type of deal. They it, it doesn't matter what's the chain or not. You should know better. You should know automatically you need to go to a all the around the way spot. Why are you supporting the chain? That's like going one. that's like eating fried chicken and somebody getting on you because you went to KFC. When it comes to quality, people going to do that. That's a fair it's a fair thing to say. Like no, it's not. Yeah, it if is. You go to, if, if you go to a place you know, well, we'll push that one place aside because only people that are lost in the darkness would go there. But besides that spot, any place this that is like is definitely being named Food Wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, wouldn't this be Food Wars Part Two? I feel like this is a part two. I feel like we had a similar episode like this. We did, did we ever name it Food Wars? Though? We didn't name it Food Wars. Though. Oh, okay. I mean, I can double chat. I just wanted to done. Okay, yeah, but oh, I just lost my train of thought. What was I? So, you were trying to tell me how it's wrong for somebody to call oh, you yeah, out yeah, for yeah, going yeah, to yeah. a chain. Yeah, 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 because it's a, a freaking chain now. Now, if I said something really blasphemous, like "Oh yeah, uh, KFC is the best fried chicken," it beats like you know, you know, it it beats this place I you went. Ain't in. saying that growing up in the black household ever. Who says yeah. that? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like saying, "Oh yeah, this ch- this chicken's better than the stuff my grandma cooked." Like nobody's gonna say that. Once nobody's again, that. the fact you even well, you're right. I would hope nobody says that shit. So I'm using that as an example. I know you are. I know. I'm just saying. I would, right. I would hope nobody out here crazy saying that. Yeah. yeah There's a lot yeah. of crazy people out here. That's all <laughs> I <I'm> say. <laughs> standards you know but no it's not i don't think it's wrong i think if somebody is like you go to a chain that you know better like i think it's fair to call it out that says listen you know if you want a really good hoagie you got to go to x y and z yeah you want a really good fried chicken you got to go to x y and z i don't think there's any problem with ever saying that because we always when we talk about food Going to a chain versus going to a local is always going to come up. Now, if you're comparing local to local, I get it in that context, not local. Well, if you're comparing a chain to another chain, fine. Right. If you're comparing local to uh, a chain, I get it in where you're saying it's unfair. But I also understand the complexity behind that because when you go to your local spots your mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. you were getting a totally different experience. Yeah. You're, the way... The food is made. It's it's something holistic about it. Yeah, yeah. Just like I would say, like before going to a chain, if I can go to a food truck, I'm going to a food truck. Yeah. Because guess what? That food truck is going to give me something that's awesome. And since we're talking about it, y'all know how Lexington Market had been beefed up. Yeah. My wife brought home 
a large metal pan of nachos. It's about like $18. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I looked at that shit like that is a whole meal for two. That looked good. And this is coming from Lexington Market. Also, shout out to the empanada lady because yeah. holy fuck. So they were talking about it. And then, like, I was like, what's an empanada? Because I never had one. Oh. Jade literally bought one home. She literally bought um, some. We ordered empanadas, and she bought some home. They used to have my Taco I, Bell. But yeah. Like, go ahead. But. <laughs> I been, yeah. No, but, something else. Go ahead. Yeah, but I bought. I, I went ahead. I bought. I bit into that empanada. And then they, she had the sauce that comes with it. And I'm sitting there like, oh, this is great. Wait, this is so, a side it's, sauce? It's, it's, it's a sauce. It's a sauce that comes with it. And they even bottled the sauce up. Mm-hmm. So. The lady right now, she's um, trying to actually get a much bigger space because right now she's at the motor house and she's only open Wednesday through Saturday. And legit, aside from the fact, and Chris, I'll talk to you about off air. The reason I went order too much is because I don't do too much fried food because, you know, the empanada show is fried. Right, right. So I I was like, ooh, I felt guilty because I ordered three of them Jim Janskis on Friday. But, um... It was it's so good. It is. It's so good. But I realized that's like eh, because the way it's made, um, you know, fried, I probably need to just make sure if I'm gonna order this one, you know, that I'm I'm paying attention to calories and all that stuff that day because I'm gonna order two of them joints at least. Right. That means I've had breakfast, I'm skipping lunch. Right. But um that's just me. Yeah, anyway, I'll sit out with some greens. Uh, yeah, empanadas are good. And so oh, yeah. if you try to tell me about, you know, like some like chain is going like no 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 I'm going to an empanada lady yeah. right. but back to what I'm saying Lexa Market recently just that food game is strong there strong mm. yes real strong real strong as damn y'all got me interested in going to Lex a lot more to pick up some food yes this is wild so I will always champion local spots your, yeah. your mom and pops because you get a lot. Like also, hood fellas, y'all got me with the fucking spaghetti and then y'all stop. Like it ain't never available. Now that's some hood ass shit to do to a motherfucker. I ain't got I can't get some spaghetti. That's oh, fucked up. Oh, did I tell you what happened with me and too good to go in hood fellas? No. So I'm not mad at hood fellas. I will make it back down there one day. But they were on too good to go. Mm. And I thought they had a brunch special because they said 11 a.m. So I went, that's the day that I was supposed to go. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, no, did. you did tell yeah. me about that. And like, yeah. So I was like, I still want to try that food. But now apparently a lot of restaurants have pulled off a too good to go, which makes me really sad. Because I'm like, there's only like six restaurants on there now. <laughs> <laughs> I, but... I'm sorry. When it comes to, I'm always going champion local spots, and oh, yeah. I, I get it why people, why people will say that, especially when it comes to something authentic, you know, like burritos, quesadillas. I I, I get it. I just see it as obvious. It's obvious. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah, I get it, but yeah, it's like yeah. No, you just just, you just know let's just admit it. You just want to enjoy your Chipotle in peace. That's all. I it's mean, okay. Look, I it's mean, okay because it's okay to like a chain spot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, when when they make it right, you know, you know, recently they ain't been they they ain't been doing a good job. Taco Bell's better than Chipotle. That is Cadobo. not true. Cadobo's better than who? Chipotle. Chipotle made right. Chipotle made right. Cadobo is, is better, better than, than Chipotle. 
Nah. So I, I no, so I don't. No, I'm so on I, the hill. I'm sorry. So so I I don't I don't like Cadoba, but I get I get you on the hill, and that's cool because I ain't going to challenge nobody on the hill because that's going to be listen. That's Superman versus Goku. You ain't never changing somebody's opinion on yeah. it. But they um, got the queso. They they got the queso. Yeah, they, they they case, queso they queso yeah. the chips. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'll give you that. I'll but you I'm that. gonna tell you right now. You know why I don't mind signing with you on that hill? I may not agree with about side with you because fuck Chipotle. Well, they have these really great chocolate chip cookies they have, and they used to have brownies. Um, also, during Lent, they have fish and shrimp, so I can eat them during Lent, and they they, they have less salt. You know what? So I will take. I, I will. Take they probably some, don't fuck up your order as much. They don't. They don't. So, so <laughs> I, and look, I know people hear this like, not, "Damn, you being petty?" Oh, yes, because fuck Chipotle. That's why it's not fair. I'm talking. Fix my about, order right, bitch. You get, you know, you get like a steak or a chicken or a steak burrito or veg or vegetarian burrito with it made. They season it all. They season the meat and the veggies all the way to its perfection. Okay. It's cooked, it's heated, wrapped perfectly, no holes in the burrito, you know what I mean? And you eat that, and you put a little bit of the uh, green the green sauce or the smoky sauce on it. I will also say they do like to do, um, they just started doing street corn recently, and they have a mango salsa bowl. Okay. I mean, variety, I, I like that. They got like a three taco special that I like. Yeah. And when it came to plant-based... Cadobo got on it a lot faster than Chipotle. Okay, yeah, but I'll that, give him that. So I just would like to answer Rob's questions. He was right. There is a episode named Food Wars. And I went through in all the episodes we have had food in the title. Episode 5, Food, Sex, and Cable Access TV. Episode 17, <laughs> MLK Means Bland Food. Episode 22, That Sauce. And then episode 23, That Sauce, the, the bonus episode. I don't know what it was. Episode 27, Food Wars, Food Wars and Trolling. Episode fifty eight. So this is part. Yeah. So that. So that's what I'm saying. This should be food wars and trolling part two. This can be. Yeah. Did we troll anybody? No. We no. Unless you want to. Unless you want to consider like getting your big Rob making big Rob making statements (laughs) just to get everybody fired up. So there's no trolling really. Um, oh, episode fifty-eight. Episode fifty-eight. We're not a podcast. We're a sandwich. Episode eighty-six. <laughs> pizza, pipe dreams, and robots. And episode ninety-one. <laughs> crime and ketchup. Crime and ketchup was a really good episode. It was. I've heard people talk about that episode. We. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't, I don't know what we were on, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I don't even remember anything from that episode, but I just remember people talking about it. So it must be something good. I would like to push for in June or after Mother's. Probably we'll say June. There is somebody that would like to come on the podcast, and she does um, baked goods and cupcakes. And she's been asking. She's asked. She asked back in March. Okay, let's so. make let's make it happen. So yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, it's about time we have uh, guests on the show. <laughs> so yeah this is actually nichols was the first on uh, uh actually this year i thought no we had um lemonade yeah yeah second guess of this year but yeah but that's also uh audio uh, audio mac thing which we also need to do so i gotta figure out an next artist but slack oh gosh we lost uh we lost a great hero to um uh, recently Harry Belafonte or Jerry Springer? I said hero. <laughs> There's only that. Yeah, Springer. Yeah, 
we don't, we don't. Your little your little soliloquies at the end don't make up for the majority of your show, Jerry. Rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace. I never want to talk bad about the dead. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. You know, but he felt like like well, we'll get back to Harry Belafonte in a second. But with Jerry Springer, he said he felt like he did um, do damage to the culture. But I will say Jerry Springer also put all of his people on, like whether it was still Steve Wilcox or his other producers, he made sure they were good and ready to do whatever business they wanted to do outside of his show. Okay, so, I'll give him that. Yeah, I, yeah, I never want to talk bad about people that have recently passed. But I would like to say this, and then we can talk about Harry Belafonte. Jerry Springer going to be like in heaven. Jerry Springer. My next guest said his friend that is backstage slept with his wife and called him a fat MF. Let's bring out Tupac. You son of a <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> Uh so there's another there's another one oh, that's yes. going around. Oh which one? And the lady responsible for it, Emmett Till's death had passed. Mm. Oh snap. So, well, you know she's in hell. Well, the way the meme is going is Jerry Springer announcing the next guest and it's like, you know, we basically like to bring out Emmett Till. Oh no! Yeah, okay, now, that's, that's not even funny. That's not that is that's not even funny. To that's me. a very weird call. Like, why would it, they do that? Well, because they're making fun of the lady. Basically, now she's got an answer to. Uh, yeah. But it, but it, it was in the very, it was in a very dark humor. Yeah. Um. But for all the purposes, you know, keeping it one hundred. While I, I saw where they were going with that dark humor, right? Um. It's still very much the the f- everything behind that lady, the yeah. family hiding her. Like, let's not get caught up in memes right. where we f- we forget how that family is still reeling to this day. Yes, and that le- legacy and how much, how many years they spent fighting to they, get justice. Yes, I went to because it wasn't but yeah. so many uh, years ago. Uh, matter of fact, probably like last year, year before. Uh, where we had news about you know how the family they're still trying to prosecute. They are. Yeah, they are. I, I I went to the Black History Museum in DC. I'm have, trying to go. Yeah, and it was powerful. But one of the one of the sections was for Emmett Till, and I, I, and they had his coffin. Oh oh my gosh, Emmett Till's coffin there, and, and you see the timeline of events and photographs of, of everything, and and one of the photographs is what they did to him. What they, oh, what they did like I like it, it was just oh you could feel you could feel the sadness in that room. <laughs> like, can I just say for real for in dark when you talk about dark humor, there's things you can talk like Biggie and Tupac. It's because all of that is based in fact, and also we're not talking about them killing you know that. But Emmett Till is a historical reference that is like literally the jumping point. Like the catalyst. I would say one of the catalysts. It was like five catalysts during that time that really got the civil rights movement moving extremely yeah. forceful. Yeah. And on top of that, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I said I hope that woman's in hell. I know I shouldn't say that. I hope, you know, I should pray for her soul and pray that God had forgave her. But no, like to purposely lie on a young boy. And know you're lying and admit you're lying and not flinch to seeing that young man life perish over your lie. 
No, I don't. I do not feel like you should be. Your soul should be prayed for. And to her family, listen. I don't. I'm not going to speak on y'all. Y'all have to live with that because I guarantee you, she probably couldn't sleep at night. And if she could sleep at night, well, she ain't sleeping no more. She got her rest while she was here on this earth. Uh, yeah, I'm a firm believer in what goes around comes around. So I feel like that woman is getting whatever is coming to her right now. <laughs> the backlash from all that. I believe you you pay one way or another. I will say, you know? even if she doesn't get what's coming to her in the afterlife, I just would like to say... This is the reason why we continuously make sure we can make our history known. That history right. is not that history is fully known. And yes, to a certain extent, I'm fine with people who wanted who gave backlash to Lil Wayne for saying that um, Emma Till line in a song. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with people who like whoever made that mean. One, you were wrong. Two, that's not funny. Three, you about to put yourself on that Tiffany Haddish train. Nobody wants to be on that train. You might want to get off at the next station and learn a little bit about morality. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, it's tough. But yeah, I would like for you to go talk about a little bit about Mr. Harry Belafonte because he was a real one. You know, it's funny. My my memories of him are not from his uh from his activist side. It's it, not? No. Oh. My first memory of him was was when he was on the Muppets. Shut the front door. So the first time he ever sang uh, Banana Boat or Deo. Yeah. I believe, and don't quote me on this, you can look it up, but I believe it was on The Muppet Show in the 70s. I remember, well, I remember a rerun of Banana Boat from The Muppets, but I remember him from Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, where, where everybody's yeah. there, look. Come and me one go. Yeah. yeah, but nah, he like, he really loved the black community. He he put action to words. There was reasons why he was like an activist to the core. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was, a, I, I know he was very outspoken. Whenever there was any type of racial injustice, Harry Belafonte was there. Yeah. And he was going to make sure our voices were heard through him. So, rest in peace, Harry Belafonte. He lived, what was he, 94? 94. I'm going to say something horrible. And I'm about to, I should take my own advice, but I'm not going to say it. I think Harry Belafonte made it up to heaven and said, Guy, I need you to do me a favor. And God's like, what? Take that bitch off earth. Take the bitch that, that, that take her off earth. She shouldn't be here. They won't give her to the cops. Take her uh, off earth. Now, uh, now, hear me out. Now, doesn't that, isn't that just 10% more tasteful? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, neither are funny, but neither are funny. And I don't even think he called. He's like, could you, could you bring? Hey, go ahead and send Carol on her way. Send Carol on her way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. I apologize for saying the B word. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. I just, I believe he wanted to have it. He's like, I have one favor, and God's probably like world peace. No, they don't. Then they're not ready for that. Justice for Emmett, and God's like, I got you. There'll be an illustrator soon. Yeah, um, like that to see that to see that um, that meme come out. It was just like, eh, but it wasn't the meme so much. Uh, honestly, I was that was catching folks as much as it was that news. And it's like, okay, so what's for dinner? Because exactly, um, you know, that was the overall sentiment. Even even that meme, you'll see the comment. But like, oh yeah, yeah that's funny. But anyway, yeah, what's for dinner? Because uh, her passing is like. 
Okay, so anyway, I found out I can save money with Geico. <laughs> you know, uh, and I was of honestly, I was of uh, that response because. Honestly, um, I try not to, even if they're a horrible person, I try not to really celebrate anybody dying. Right. Um, personal, and that's for uh, personal reasons. Yeah. But, yeah. um, Mama it said, if you don't got nothing nice to say, say don't say anything, <laughs> which, you know, that needs to be that, you know, I, I think in 2023, people need to really learn that lesson. Uh, just because I witnessed somebody trying to troll and bring somebody into a conversation and then got ran off of social media. They basically deleted their account because somebody decided to bully that person back in response and went in on them. And I will just say, if you don't have any nice thing nice to say, don't say anything also if you're dealing with pain if you hate yourself if you have issues personal issues and you just just you know woven a self-hatred find a way to deal with that you know whether you get therapy or i don't even if you don't get therapy find creative ways to deal with that and not try to take it just just to mess with people that goes back to your earlier point yeah. What you were saying about, you know, about self, about self hate, hatred, you know? Yeah. That's why therapy is so important, especially, you know, and, and we've said this before how we downplay it in our community. Like, I see a commercial I can't stand on Comcast that about Comcast where they kind of make fun of therapy. Like, it's not, you know, just kind of making it look stupid. Like, you know, they're just saying a whole bunch of stupid stuff. It's so critical right now. For people that have self-hatred or, you know, because these people may not realize how in trouble they really are, you know, it's self-destructive and you need to, you know, hopefully people get the help they need because it's really causing damage. You know, it's, it's causing a lot of damage to people. It is. It is. And when you're narcissistic, you're not really thinking about these things, you know, (laughs) Like, oh, that's a buzzword. I don't like. Let me rephrase what I'm about to say. That is a word that I wish people would stop overusing, because you're you're really getting to the point now where you're calling like someone can be selfish and they're not narcissistic. Someone can be arrogant and they're not narcissistic. That's true. Narcissism. When you deal with a true narcissist, is deadly dangerous and it's detrimental. It is the three D's. Like I'm reading the book right now, um, by Jeanette McCurdy. It's her autobiography. I'm glad my mom is dead. She literally not one, but two. She had to deal with two. Well, I think it was more like um, another cluster B personality disorder. I think it was histrionic personality disorder because typically women had that one. Mm-hmm. But it was it's so detrimental because it ended up causing her to have a, eat, not just one, but three eating disorders. Three eating disorders. It was so detrimental that when she finally decided to get help the first time, she backed away. Because the therapist said, have you ever thought your mom was abusive? And she said, we're not doing this. You're lying. Even though, as you read the book, you're like, her mom was emotionally and verbally abusive and and emotionally manipulative. That is a true narcissistic type of relationship. Yeah. And y'all need to stop using that word all willy-nilly for someone that's a fucking asshole. Some people are just fucking assholes. Yeah. because, Because, you know... When you normalize it, you allow people to escape. 
Yes. From getting the help they need. Yeah, and here's the thing. A narcissist will never be healed. The most that you can hope from a narcissist is they learn to manage their narcissism. So, because they don't feel empathy. They don't they don't yeah. think anything they're doing is wrong. They don't think they think it's your weakness to love them. So they use that against you and then they love bomb you, then they take it away, then they love bomb you again and take it away. And like they do other things that's so detrimental that yeah, you might be dealing with an asshole, but an asshole isn't isn't trying to break yourself, it's break you to the point of no return and say, see, that's why I told you you should never try to do anything in life. And I'm the only one that loves you. And I'm the only one that gets you. And I'm the only one that understands who you are. And you know what? You'll never be anything without me. And you should have always listened to me. And I'm the best thing you ever had in your life. That is narcissism. That is not like mostly all just dealing with people who don't know how to communicate. You know what this? You know what this makes me think of. What? Like, like hearing when a you know a per you know a, a bad person passed away. The way I feel about that person is the same way I felt when I heard that Ike Turner passed away. Oh yeah, I just didn't. Re- <laughs> it was like I could literally like I didn't anything I said was going to be bad, so I didn't say anything at all. I really couldn't say anything because it's like. And, but see, here I am, and I know this is this is me and my growth thing. When I turned and passed away, I was like, "Ooh, I was like, well, I am glad that his heart finally gave out." Mm, yeah, see that, I, and mm, because that... I here's why: because I was like, people say, like, "Don't speak ill of the dead." Speaking ill of the dead is like when you go a step further and you like really go in on them. But he did horrible things. Like, there's documents and video of him doing horrible things. Yeah. Not just to Tina, but the bandmates, his children, other other uh, other um, musicians that worked with him. Yeah. So my thing is, is like, why can't we just admit he was not a good person? He made great music, but he was not a good person. Yeah. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing, I think, when R. Kelly passes away. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Very, especially because there is still things coming out about him. Oh, yeah. And, like, these new these new bloggers and vloggers, oh, they're getting these interviews that, like, the, like, multimedia companies won't touch. Like, they got the interviews with the parents of the children, the children that he did. And they have been getting those interviews, like, off the break, like, multiple interviews. It's crazy. When we did the interview about um you know when we were talking about Aaliyah and we did that interview and then we heard all the horrible things that are and I think I don't know if it was from the book or somewhere else but I mean he really did some disgusting things yeah like he should to young girls that I I don't even want to say (laughs) you could just imagine you know if your brain can think you know you know it's it's like I've said if your brain can think of it somebody's done it can I just say (laughs) To me, R. Kelly is a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Because definitely, he still is playing the victim. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. And he's like, I can't read. I, it's, it's a lot of I statements in all his interviews and everything he says. And he's like, you know, the prosecutor had it out against me. There's evidence. You're killing me with the camera. Robert. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we never got a chance to talk about Brian McKnight and we were supposed to. We did at the very uh, beginning. Okay. Well, we, we, oh, yeah, yeah we, we did. did. My bad, my bad. My brain is left. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm, I was working on our show description. I ain't actually <laughs> put that in. Can I say but something about... okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Can what? I say something about Mercury Retrograde? 
Absolutely. Sure. All right, people. Listen, I'm going to give some astrology stuff because I haven't done it in a while. I just want to say um, what Mercury retrograde is and is not. Listen, I have been a victim, uh, not a victim. I have been affected by Mercury, re- Mercury retrograde. It took my computer out. My computer was working just fine last week. My computer was working just fine on Monday and Tuesday. And Wednesday, my computer started the slow decline of life. And then th- yesterday, it finally died. I was going to get it replaced. I can't, you're not supposed to make ma- major purchases during a retrograde. However, a hmm. part of my livelihood, yeah, anything big purchases wise, technically you shouldn't do it if it's an impulse purchase. Now, if let's say you were buying a house and it just so, ha- so happened during the retrograde, the only thing that an astrologer would tell you is, Double check that contract. Yeah. Fine tooth comb it. That's it. Because you've already put plans in place way before. Way before. That, yeah. yeah. So, like, here's the thing. Because someone was like, oh, it's Mercury and micro braids effing with me again. Micro Listen. Braids. Yeah. Or Mercury and Gatorade, whatever they call it. Um, oh, gosh. I did a whole Twitter thing about it, and I want to stand by this. If your ex has spun the block on you multiple times, it's not Mercury retrograde. That's your lack of boundaries. That is your lack of boundaries. If you keep going back to your ex and letting them spin the block on you, that is not Mercury retrograde. What that should tell you is maybe you should have some boundaries and stop sleeping with your ex. I'm just saying. If your car breaks down, but you haven't got, you didn't get your oil changed before, and you knew you had to get your oil changed back in March, and now it's May, and your car breaks down, that again is not Mercury retrograde. That is your poor choices and not keeping up with your car maintenance who they don't blame planets in the sky for your bullshit okay if you have went through your life and you know that you have a project like listen to me if you know back in february that you have a project due in may and you just start doing the work for your project in april april 15th and then you're blaming the retrograde because everything's breaking down on you again that ain't mercury retrograde that is your procrastination and poor decision making. Now, I'm not, no, if you feel like I'm doing a hit throw, Kyla, I ain't talking about you. I'm not. But if I am talking about you, stop blaming Mercury retrograde for your poor life decisions. My computer, I can blame that because I kept it on good. I did not charge it a whole lot. I made sure I let the battery go to a certain level. I didn't always keep it plugged up. You know, a lot of people keep their computers plugged up and you're not supposed to. I did everything in my power to keep it functional. Now, with that also being said, I also have dropped my laptop multiple times. <laughs> so, can I blame the retrograde for my battery dying? Yes. Now, if my computer would have did something else like the screen broke, that's me. All me will always be me. All I'm saying is stop blaming the astrological planets. Mercury's in retrograde. My Chiron is facing Mars. I have Taurus in the 20th house of my chart. Listen, one, there's only 12 houses in your chart. So, I don't know where you get 20 houses from. Two, so what you have Taurus in the 12th house. If you don't understand how this works in your life, don't blame it. Stop blaming yourself for the Capricorn that pissed you off. You probably said some fucked up shit to the Capricorn. Stop being upset that the Sagittarius isn't the happy-go-lucky person you thought they were. You're probably being a Debbie Downer and they're like, I ain't talking to you because I'm tired of always hearing you say, my life is so horrible. Don't blame the Leo who doesn't want to go out with you because you look like Boo Boo the Fool. Baby, get some fashion sense. Stop blaming astrology for why people don't want to be, be bothered with you. It's you. It's not the planets. Thank you. I have a question. Sure. What if my car breaks down and uh, and I lose the notes to my test and I stub my toe and and my woman leaves me all in the same day? Can I say that that's something going on with Mercury retrograde then? I would like to. So let's go with the first one. What happened first? You st- Oh, uh, oh, um, well, I stubbed my toe. 
That is, you're not paying attention to where your furniture is. M- my woman left me. <laughs> Did you, have you been listening to her or over-talking her or being misogynistic? Okay, and my car broke down. Have you made sure that you did your, your regular appointments and checkups for your car? I lost my notes, and I failed my test. When did you know you had this test? Uh, but no, I lost, no, day of. The day of. Day of. Day of. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. lost your notes the day, day of. Day of. Day of the test. Day I, w- the I test. was going to study, but then I couldn't study because I lost my notes. So because I couldn't study the last minute stuff, I failed the test. Yeah, that still sounds like you didn't plan. Cause you all in the same day. All in the same like Like 18% of that is Mercury saying your life is in shambles. Get it together. See, I've always been the only. T- I've really had to question sometimes because. I've had moments in my life where a whole bunch of stuff happens in one day. And I'm like, how is this even possible? How is it possible that that all these misfortunes, you know what I mean? It's like nothing is working out right. I always said that was Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Now, sometimes it is. Okay, I will say sometimes it is. My thing is the people who consistently try to blame Mercury retrograde. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I had somebody who's like, you know, my ex always, well, it was a she, my ex always pops up every few weeks, you know, and we hang out and we have a good time and then after they're done, you know, they leave. It's, it's got to be Mercury retrograde. No, there wasn't no Mercury retrograde in, um, in February. That's just you and lack of boundaries. Like, I know people who work on projects and they waited to the last minute. To right. do stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, now when they learn the term Mercury retrograde, it's Mercury retrograde." No, you knew your project was due April thirtieth on February twentieth. That's six weeks. No, now I will say, let's say you st- uh you your woman left you, but she was already cheating on you. That is an artifact. If you were doing everything right for your woman, and she, she left you, and you find out she was cheating on you, no, that's Mercury retrograde clearing out. Uh, negative energy in your life your car breaking down will come to find out because your car broke down and you got it turned into fix they was like hey there's also a factory recall on this it's a good thing your car broke down because we need there's more repairs that needs to be done most of this will be done at our cost you don't have to pay nothing except for the tow fee that's like an artifact of mercury retrograde because that's your safety it slowed down your, your travels all mercury retrograde is supposed to do is if you do everything if you are on top of your life this is a time where it slows down and you should just reevaluate everything and not start new projects. Mm, so, I see. Yeah, so like. Are we in one right now? Yeah, it's until May 14th. Okay. So we got like 15 more days. Uh, but that's it. I just wanted to get my little rant on Mercury retrograde because um, people be trying to blame everything on it. And I'm like, no, this is just your lack of boundaries. Man, I, I guess I shouldn't start that. Uh, I shouldn't start that certification. You should. Oh, I should start the certification. Yeah, you should start studying for. Studying. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, right, all right. Like I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't say not. The thing about it is, don't stop your life. Just plan how you want to do it. Every anything you want to do in the next three months to a year, plan it out in detail from now until May fourteenth. And when May fifteenth hits, don't worry about the post shadow, pre shadow stuff. Okay. Just hit the ground running. As long as you have a plan a plan of action and you're committed to it because then that means that you will you will achieve it okay yeah i'm trying to go to australia yes when how much i'll come uh probably in the winter time the late the late winter time i will i will figure a way to come okay one second okay so i'm glad y'all brought that up because this is totally there's a paper not a spum yes uh, i had that (laughs) i'm sorry um there is a company that is black owned 
Yes. I'm actually using them. So I'm going to big them up real quick. If you are trying to plan a trip internationally, you should check out okay. Air Affordable. Here's what how Air Affordable works. Air Affordable will actually allow you to pick your destination, select from flights. And what you can do is pay for it in installments. Your biggest purchase or the, the biggest deposit, of course, is the first one. After that, they break it down uh, to um, a total of three, your next three payments. So it's done in four. You can choose to pay every two weeks. You can choose to pay every three weeks. Mm-hmm. I chose every three week option. Now, the cool thing about it is it's that because you can break it down, you don't actually, this is not even a credit check. There's no credit check. You literally can see how much it's going to cost you, meaning you don't, there's no surprise when you go to do this. Now, the price can change based on the flights. So you do have to be careful about that. You still want to consider when you're flying, because if you're flying during a real busy season, right. those prices may fluctuate. If you're right. flying during the off season, etc. But they give you the option. You'll have two tabs and it'll show you how much you can pay up front. If you want to pay up front, you right. can book through them. Right. But if you're really trying to break it down, you're trying to make sure that, you know, you can pay for this. You can literally go ahead, choose the option that works best for you, pay it. And when you're done paying it, they email you your ticket. It's that simple. Do they charge interest? They actually do not charge interest. Wow. So, and if they, and if anything, if they do, it's all, it may be roped into the, the price already, but they don't, they charge you like the air taxes and fees, but you can see the, literally the breakdown. So they'll tell you how many passengers they'll break down the cost. It'll be like, you got one passenger. This is the total. So right. they tell you a ticket price. They add the airline taxes and fees, which is always bullshit. I don't care what app you go to. They'll give you the total price of the ticket, the number of ticket, the total cost of said ticket, and then there is a service fee that they do put into this shit. But honestly, how else would they make money? Right. So right it is right. what it I is. Understand. So you will be paying a service fee. But here's the thing about it. You are breaking down the price because airlines don't really give you that option. And if you're doing it in a set amount of payments, it doesn't take long. I've had like a total of um, four payments I have to make almost done with it get my ticket way before my trip right very easy and i can say that using it so far has been uh, a very easy process so i highly recommend checking it out this does not have to be your main way of course booking tickets i always advise to shop around but if you are in a jam where priceline is not doing their special where you get 50 percent off the airline price you just don't know who the flight's going to be right. with then look at air affordable i do recommend that um wow air affordable sounds really great I'm going to go online tonight and I'm going to go on Air Affordable. What is the website I can go to? They actually have an application. Uh, Damn, it's application. They have an app. So if you go on your Google Play or your App Store, you look up Air Affordable. You can actually find it there. You can also find them on social media as well if you have any questions. It's Air Affordable, all one word. Highly recommend checking it out. Excellent. I'm going to go through Air Affordable for my journey to Australia. Thanks, Air Affordable. Air Affordable, if you're listening. 
give us give us a holler. <laughs> Let's talk. But uh, no, seriously, uh, I thought about even having them as guests on the show, uh, just to kind of talk real quick about what they do. But yes, I, I had uh, I I wanted to give it a shot, test it out. So my trip to to LA, I'm using Air Affordable for it, but they also do international flights. Now, here's what I'm going to say. If you are not a fan of Spirit Airlines, I'm not. Because <laughs> I, I gotta say this, and also Air Affordable, because you're not paying us, so I can talk about this. Uh, <laughs> if you go on Priceline, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you see they're doing the fifty percent off on your trip, please only do this on international flights. Mm-hmm. Because if you do this on a domestic flight, I've never seen them offer that on a domestic. It's only been international. If you do this on a domestic flight, understand that out of Delta, uh, U.S. Airways, United, you can also possibly end up on a flight with Spirit. That is true. That is so true. if you want the best chance of not ever dealing with Spirit, please make sure it's an international flight. Yeah. Okay. Because if Spirit starts doing international, I can't do that Priceline deal because I, listen, it's bad enough flying Delta Y'all suck. United, there's a y'all new, suck. And there's U.S. A new Airways, one. y'all suck. <laughs> no, there's a new and and there's a new one. They're just like Spirit too. Frontier, Frontier. Thank you. And um, and y'all suck. Yeah, Frontier <laughs> is the green version of Spirit Airlines. Y'all suck. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad because I'm a I do JetBlue, and someone was like JetBlue is so horrible. I was like I have never had an issue with JetBlue. I might pay a little extra money. But I've always had a good time. You know what airline is good? Alaska. Alaska airline is good. Yeah. And that, oh, oh, and I'm so glad you brought that up because you know what? Alaska is good because they actually give you real food. I love their peanuts. Their peanuts are great. All right. They need to start giving real food again. Yeah. Well, I need some real food in my life. It depends you know the on last- the length of the flight. Love, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Would you like something to drink? Oh, yes. I'll take a Pepsi. Let me give you this dinky ass cup. And they don't even fill the cup all the way. They fill the cup up halfway. And we're back to talking about food yeah. and beverages. No, 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 no. I, I had this in the I, back I, of my I, mind. I, I, no, I, I'm just messing. Yeah. But, I mean, we really are talking about food and beverages. We here, always talk about Well, this is airlines, too, okay? Airlines. We just should rebrand and just be a food show. <laughs> sorry, Rob. I'm sorry. I used to get, I used to get full sandwiches, like... Like in, like when yeah. I would go to California and they would be like, yes, what would you like for dinner? Well, you know, yes, I would like the, um, the you know, ham and the uh, broccoli. And, you know, they would serve you at a plate and you could eat it. What happened to that? Y'all cheap ass people. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, would that be? Well, remember two years ago, we talked about having a food blog, a food section yeah. of the show. I just think that it was a little bit. I think we were thinking. Give me the can. I want the can at the moment. And if you can give me the can and grow up, that would be perfect. Yeah. Give me the spray. Why are you keeping the spray can? Why? 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 You're not going to drink it. See, this is why. And then you want to be cheap, and you want to give the other half of the can to somebody. No, no, no. Give me the whole can. Y'all ain't starving. Y'all ain't poor. I want my whole can. And this is why I fly JetBlue because I never had this issue. They can give Dunkin' Donuts coffee on JetBlue. This was United too. Well, see, that's okay, your first problem, but, but you, we'll leave that alone. But, but, but you know something? Okay, I can't talk about any other hub, but have you noticed that, at least in BWI, that if you want like any kind of food options before your flight, you literally need to be flying Southwest? Yeah. Because they, they, their hub has everything, everything, and then the other hubs are just trash. 
Well, not trash. It's just that you, if you know you're going to Delta, my suggestion is you have to go past the Southwest. Don't expect hub. luggage to arrive. Um, you had to just pick up your food before. Like, give. That's why they say you get there two hours, three hours before. You gotta pick up your food because the better the hub, the more food selection. The less. Well, no, because Delta is like picky about their food selection in their hubs because they have the Delta Club. Like they have like their uh, where you have to be a member. You can go into their like little section and they give you food there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, fuck Delta. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's I, actually done that. Those like those like club member, yeah, little bars and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, he, he actually did that. It, just, I, I think they charged him. What did they charge him? I think it was like, I think it was like fifty dollars a person or something crazy like that. Yeah, but he was, but he, uh, he, he had, he had Mike with him, and he was like. Well, you know, we both want to get in. It was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll let you both in. So they got both of them in for the fifty dollars. All right, cool. But there wasn't a whole lot going on there. It was, it wasn't? you know, Aww. nah. I don't think it was worth it. Fuck Delta. Yeah. Oh my. You really got to want alcohol. Yeah. Definitely. I got alcohol on Southwest when I was going to Vegas. Yeah, you know what? I love Southwest for that because if you fly on holidays, it's free alcohol. Yes. And if you don't fly on holidays, they still offer alcohol. Very first thing, you want some Jim Bean, some Jack Daniels? Do you want some champagne? Love it. Love give it. it all. Give it to me all. No carding, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, no, they, well, I mean. Okay. I mean, well, they didn't card me, but I got, I'm got. i starting to get gray hairs now. So, you know. I ain't been carded in a minute. You, you look older than I do. Yeah, but you are older than I am. I'm not That's gonna- my point. I well, I mean, I got gray hairs now, so you know. Okay. Great, gray, gray. Right. Gray, gray I got ads these gray. I got these gray. You know what? We're not going to do this. We're not. We, we're not going to do this because honestly, this pod, it's been very good. Ain't been no no <laughs> shots fired. Not about to do this. Not about to. Not today. Every, you know, ever since you know, I you know, I feel like there's been a peace pact or something that we did. I don't know. You know, I'm trying. I I said I will. I will be the bigger person in trying for peace. Hey. I, I know I did that. I, I know I did that at least. I feel like I no no no. You don't know, and we're not going to try to figure it out because peace. Because peace. You trying to peace me out? What's going on here? Stop. Because that actually that's what happened on the last episode. Minding my own business and you was trying to start some stuff and I had to remind you that I wasn't trying to start anything. Look, all I know is I look, all I know is I need just for men. That's all I was saying. Just for men. No, that's just for me. See, that's oh, something shoot. different. I messed, yeah, up. Yeah, I messed yeah, that yeah. up. I'm so sorry. Yes. yes. You don't so want no bang ben, Bengay, Bengay, Ben Bengali. Beijing. Beijing. That's it. Beijing. Did we drink? What I thought you just said be- Beijing. Yeah. Anyway, we got somebody in Singapore listening to us. Hey, hey shout out to Singapore. Yeah. I don't, that that that's wild, y'all. That that's that's wild. That's wild. And then Germany keeps popping up. All right, Germany. I'll take it. I wonder what, what up Canada. I wonder what Canada is always a mainstay. Hmm. I think it's because I, I think it's because we tend to. Damn, we tend to swing left on issues. Yeah. Yo, shout out to North and South Carolina, DC. What up, Ohio? What up? 
Georgia, what up? Hey. California, what up? California. Love. Yo, PA, what's good? <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. Florida? Shit. No. Maine? No, I just thought about this episode. <laughs> Fuck. We about to. So, again, the- once again, <laughs> the, 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 the views of Renzo and Chris are not shared with Big Rob. Let me say, let me say for the record that I love Philadelphia. I have traveled there. Shout out to the Eagles. Yo, yay Eagles! Yay, yay Lamar Jackson's um, sister. I mean, mother and Jalen Hunt's <laughs> sister knocking out those top notch NFL deals. Yeah, let baby. me say for all my NFL people, y'all can have. You know, you know, we just signed Odell Beckham. Y'all can have him. Cause he's nothing but drama, and he's going to get hurt after his second after his second game. All right. You know what? I'll give you twenty dollars if that happens. That is on epi- what episode are we on? Ninety two. That's a bet. We are on episode. It should be ninety two. I could be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things. Let me. All right. All right. Look, I'll make a bet with you right now okay. that Odell Beckham gets hurt four games in. At least four games in, he's going to get hurt. Okay. I, think- I hope he doesn't. Ninety. This will be episode 95. Yeah, it's 95. 95. My bad, my bad. Okay. Shout out to everybody that tuned in for uh, Finger Waves. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see us, Finger Waves. All right. Somebody said they listened to it. I said, you listened to it? They're like, yeah. And then they was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so on uh, episode ninety five, me and Rob are making a a um twenty dollar bet. A $20, well, I don't want to say bet because I don't want to get in trouble in case that's illegal. We ain't doing uh, we ain't doing DraftKings. This ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to start. I'm getting so, tired of wait, them. Ads. So it, Rob believes that Odell Beckham will be hurt within the first four official games. Four official games, not preseason, not pre-season. nothing like that. The four first, the first four official games for the Ravens. That, that's a weird ass poll, man. Now, if he gets hurt in practice before the season begins, do I win? I don't know. Nah, nah. You said we'll the statement first if, four games. If he gets hurt, if he gets hurt preseason, we'll call it. We'll off. call it off. But yeah, you say the first four. I think. But that, once game one begins, that's when the bet begins. That's when the bet. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. First four. Damn. I, I don't I'm, know if I'm, I should. I feel I'm like sta- I should. I'm staying far away from that, y'all. All right. I'll take. I'll Come take. On. I'll take four fives, two tens. <laughs> You'll take these freaking twi- sweet jars and a 10. Or 21s. <laughs> and, and you know Shout what? out to freaking sweet jars. And you know what? I will accept that as compensation. They'll be open the May neck 13th. That's oh, right. Especially gosh. the strawberry cheesecake sweet jar from freaking sweet jars. You know, I have been trying to get you, like, when they do their, um, what is it called? When oh, like, Why is words escaping me? Why is it? No, man. Why do I have a bank card out? Because I got gas earlier. Um, okay. You know how wholesale, I've been trying to get you some from their wholesale places and I haven't been able to. So wholesale, like they, they used to sell at different restaurants. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I just haven't been able to get here in time to buy them, but they, but they're back. They got their own shop again. I yep, think in Annapolis. Yeah. yeah. So shout out y'all freaking sweet jars. They will change your life. People. Yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna have our listeners out in different states and countries. Like, yeah, well, when you're gonna send us something so we can believe you? 
You have to come and visit us. I know America's the ghetto, but you gotta come and visit us. I'll ship a I'll ship a sweet jar. Shipping, ha- shipping, and handling not not included. You're gonna have to get one of those cooler boxes. My also that reminds me, there is a place that I want to order cookies from, and it's expensive, but I want to gift it to myself, and I'm probably going to do that one of these days. It's called the Last Crumb, and a friend put me on to them, and it's a hundred some dollars for those boxes. But each cookie is one is a big ass giant cookie, and on top of that, they give you a little background about that cookie and the mm-hmm. whole nine. So it's like twelve different flavors up in the box. I'm going to get one of those one day. Now the closest I've came to spending crazy money on cookies has been um, crumble, because I've gotten a crumble box before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to try last crumb. So sounds yeah. good. Last crumb, y'all can always send me a box, but nah, you know, you know, we love know. obviously with over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine episodes about food. That's almost <laughs> almost ten percent of our. Well, well, look, we didn't. T- well, look, well, look, if we talked about nothing but food the entire time, then I would actually be like, "Yeah, guys, we need to get off it." But we're at least mixing it up within the. Yeah, episode. yeah, we talked a lot about a lot of crazy shit today. The only thing we didn't talk about is them names that get you in trouble. You gotta be careful. So you sometimes you don't realize you're being set up, and next thing you know, you get hit with it because Tabitha she put it on you. Next thing you know, you're married. Rachel. Oh. <laughs> so if you want to hear more of that uh, I need More of that conversation that, that actually is more on the Patreon Where I was going to talk about On this here episode but looking at the time It's been real with y'all can, Actually we're kind of right on brand with time But you know Can I leave the people with something to think about Yes please do I was thinking really hard this time about what I wanted to, you know, talk about. And recently I'm, you know, I mentioned the certification because I'm in IT and I'm trying to get it. And, you know, if you're ever feeling down about yourself or, you know, you get, you know, sometimes you can get kind of pigeonholed into a certain type of mode or something. Maybe you have a job that you don't really want. And it's really daunting on you. Remember, your career is not who you are. Your career is a part of who you are, okay? So you can do something, but that doesn't define you as a person. That is only one element. So even if you're, you could be a, a, a baker, a race car driver, a martial artist. Remember, those things do not define you. You are a person, a multi faceted person with many many gifts you have so many gifts you don't even know about okay that you can harness that power from so remember that people love to people are fast food minded because they don't have time to get to know you so remember there's so many other things you can do so whatever your profession is that is something you're merely seeking and you can also, go away from that. If you want to do something else, that's fine. You may be in a family where everybody was a fire person, uh, a fireman or a firewoman. That doesn't mean you have to be one. It may mean you, you might even be good at it, but don't hold yourself down to just one thing as far as how you see yourself. Remember, you are a gifted 
beautiful person no matter no matter what you do even if you don't even do anything even if you don't have a job you're still a beautiful person that is gifted and just appreciate that person that can do anything they set their mind to thank you well said as always man love it love it uh i actually want to apologize for our uh, listeners with more sensitive ears um because I realized my cursing threshold this particular episode, I probably went above uh, the normal. So I just want to. I apologize. didn't notice. Eh, I felt like I'm like, dang, I like I'm cursing a lot, but I curse a lot on the show, and it is what it Some, is. You know, if you're new, yeah. I feel like sometimes it's needed, though. You know, they say people that curse sound more authentic than people that don't. Hmm. Yeah. And I had to be honest, I was really on one with the with the, the, the food rant because some of y'all really just, man, y'all get, get your life together. God damn it. <laughs> no, really, real, real talk. Y'all. Like if y'all are out here hurting, if something is bothering you, if you are just mad with stuff in your life, do yourself a huge favor. Don't go fucking with people just to alleviate that pain because I'm telling you, sowing those seeds, it comes back to you and it, it, it will come back to you in a way that you don't expect mm-hmm. all right because you could be on a real good plane one day you know like if you, you know things are turning around things are so much better and then you know somehow comma it comes back to haunt you because that person you was mean to you never know what space you're going to be in uh like they say the same people you step on on the way up is the same ones you see on the way down um now, I don't know. Social media got a lot of y'all thinking y'all can say whatever to people, and mm. it ain't. It is not going to come back on you. Some of y'all hide really behind profiles. Said this before. Say it again. You're hurt. Find a more healthy way to deal with it because you never know what somebody's dealing with, mm-hmm. and you never know when somebody decides that they are normally not a person to take out their issues on somebody, but because you did something to them when they were just trying to be left alone, Mm -hmm. you opened the floodgates Mm. and they ain't trying to hear you apologize. All right. People get doxxed. Yes. All right. People get doxxed. Shit gets real. And it may seem all fun and games until somebody done lost their shit. And now they decide to go ahead and commit a homicide. Ooh. Yeah. You can't beg for your life then mm-hmm. and say you were sorry, you were joking. They're not going to give a fuck. All right. You lose your job because you said some wild shit to somebody on social media and people reported you. You can't fix it. And then if, and then it might even become a thing where now other people know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And those burner accounts, people can't get hacked. Mm-hmm. You can't get found out. So just just some advice. But live your life how you want to. But take it from me, you're probably better off finding a different way to exercise those demons. Just a little something. Okay. Yep. I'm with it. Yes. Seen some shit today that really bothered me. Oh no. Mm. I'm yeah. sorry. Eh, no, it was it's it just it's just sad. It's just sad. Like I honestly, while we have a social media account, I'm gonna tell you, I have not really been on our Twitter in a minute. Just get tired. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is the world's on fire. You got bigger shit to fry, man. Yeah. I like, but yeah, I like that though. You know, to you know, put it simply, give what you expect to get. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 What you put out is what you will receive. Yep. 
and it may it may come in a different form you don't expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That sounds wow, man. That sounds scary. <laughs> the way you said that, it sound that that sounds like a story that I don't want to hear. <laughs> I'm not I'm even. Just, I'm no, not even curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not even curious. I, no, I'm just. I'm just thinking. I think sometimes people people write their own karmic check. That's all. Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah. So with that being said, this has been a, a really fun episode. I hope our listeners enjoyed it. I enjoyed. You know, talking with y'all as always, you know, we do the show to, together. Um, there's no main person. We all bring something to the table, you know, and this has been it's been fun. Also, yes. if you want to know what I thought about the Super Mario movie, you should check out a Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can hear that wild ass conversation that uh, we had. And um, yeah, and so I'm, I'm signing off. This is L. Renzo. Big, Big Rob is signing off. Oh, oh, hey, it's me, Chris. Have a good night. Bye. Or day. Whenever you're listening to this. Have a good day. Have a good week. Fill yeah. my cup, United. Oh, Fill gosh. it up. Y'all, United, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ugh, ugh, ugh. Do better. Do better. Please. <laughs> and with that, we are out. See ya.